Welcome to The Tome, a D&D news, reviews, and interview show, and I'm your Tome editor, Sam Dillon. And today, we are bringing you the World Tree Burns podcast, the official actual play 5th edition D&D podcast that takes place in the Cobalt Press setting Midgard. We hope you enjoy this season, and without further ado, let's see what Dan Dillon has in store for his players. everybody and welcome to Cobalt Press. We're here, the World Tree Burns, and we're back for another week. And we've got the full crew with us today to get up to no good again. And last week we got up to quite a lot of no good, and we're hoping to do some more no good. Uh, so let's go ahead and meet the cast and crew. How are we doing? Who are we playing? The start of our Dungeon Master for today. Dan, how are you doing, Dan? I am awesome because I remembered at the very last second to unmute my microphone. So I'm ready Nailed to play D&D on this here internet thing. Yeah, hi, uh, I'm Dan, and I'm going to be your dungeon master here in uh, the world of Midgard from Cobalt Press for some 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons. And we are in the middle of becoming fugitives, super wanted, real bad. And that's pretty much right where we left off, so that'll be fun. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic stuff. Uh, we got McLoken back of us today. How you doing, my friend? Hi, my name is McLoken. Today I'll be playing Cloak, our lovable gnome ranger, who speaks the truth and knows that we're going to be fugitives, Birdie. So, uh, I would just like to uh, add, this has been an ongoing argument. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I have a plan, and I'm going to keep it to myself to see how Dan reacts to my plan. I'm sorry, but you saying I have a plan does not inspire me with... Worries me greatly. Someone's going to die. <laughs> Probably. Damn it, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Well, fantastic stuff. Uh, and of course, we've got Simply Jackson back for us today. Simply, how's it going? I'm good. I'm a little rattlebrained because I'm ready for con time, but I'm excited about this. To sit down and like not fo- fo- focus on like dealing with packing or anything for like at least a couple hours. But speaking of people who might die. I played Tilly, our uh, dwarf fighter. She is currently sitting at, hold on to your pants, guys, 9 HP. So this is going to be a lot of fun just to hobble back to town unnoticed completely, cuddle with Bear, get some rest, have a couple of beers. You know, that's that's probably how it'll go, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, sometimes, sometimes that happens in this game. You know, sometimes we do spend a lot of time in taverns and getting drunk in a fuckhouse. So, you know, it's it's as likely as anything else. But we also might get murdered uh, to death. Uh, fantastic stuff. <laughs> How are you doing, Birdie, today? <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Birdie, a.k.a. the Birdiesaurus. And I happen to know that just because Cloak says we should do something doesn't mean we automatically have to do it. And we are our own robots and we can make our own decisions. Damn it. And I have all the cool stuff anyways, so fuck you, Cloak. Tell that to all the people who just got murdered by a nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I'm Landis. I'm a Gearforged warlock. I'm. It's fine. Don't worry about me. I just hang out and I'm not shoot stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of issues to work out right now. It's okay. Yeah, we're working for it. Uh, fantastic stuff. We've got Scala Moffat. Nice. Scala, how's it going? Uh, I have some concerns about this plan. Uh, I'm I'm good. I'm, uh, you know, just 
Packing up my stuff, getting ready to become a fugitive, I guess. And, uh, you know what this means? We we can't have the Silk Scabbard as our base anymore, so what's the point? True. We probably shouldn't well, have been using it as a base for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. We were... I am happy with the fact that we probably just kept using it as a base just so that Cloak had the chance to say fuck house every week. Thanks for ruining it, it Cloak. It, it was worth all of the people fuck who house. ended up in prison. Um, yeah. Those memories will cherish forever. <laughs> um, and as will, Ro in particular, Rian. Yes. A lot of good oh, memories. I am going to be playing uh, Rowan, the Ravenfolk cleric of Wotan, who is only marginally better than uh, Tilly at the moment on 12 HP. So, like, like, uh, like grandmother, like granddaughter, I guess. And yeah. Vote in the chat for who's who's worse, setting fire to the entire citadel or setting a Nothic out on uh, hundreds of unsuspecting people. Yeah, hmm. that happened. That was a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> as myself, I'll be playing uh, Ryudan, Dampier Paladin. Uh, he's looking fine. He's been healing people. Uh, he's been figuring out machines, solving puzzles, uh, all over just... Uh, Saving the day, saving people's lives. It's just a really good, good paladin. Uh, if if take your archetypal paladin, that's Riordan. Uh, he's just a good guy. He doesn't do it for any other alternative reason or motive. Um, he's just here to help people. Just, just here to, that's you know, he's a man of the people. Yeah, yeah, and he's got like twenty interceptions, so you can choose whether to believe that or not. Uh, <laughs> but Dad, I'll hand over to you, my friend. To um, goodness. Remind us a bit of what happened last week on the show, I guess, and take us into tonight's episode of The Well Tree Birds. Sure. So, uh, as previously mentioned, everyone is probably now wanted. Uh, in our last installment, they were effecting their escape from the Citadel of Zobek. It's the seat of government and also the military and the spy masters. And there's really just a whole lot of stuff going on in and around the Citadel that you Wait, really don't want to get on the wrong too? side of. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that it was just the um. I just we, thought it we was basically the, uh... we pissed off MI6. Yeah, <laughs> or CIA or whatever. <laughs> we we went to the state capital and just started peeing all over it. Did you just V for vendetta this? I'm a little. Did, did, did we destroy the entire government? I mean, you didn't destroy. Are we it, now just... kings? <laughs> no, right. So, you were uh, breaking your compadres out of imprisonment in the Citadel Dungeons, and uh, things went a little bit south when you ran into a paladin of the Order of the Undying Sun Knighthood and a wizard that they were working with that was studying your dark artifacts. And uh, murdering them, you set the whole place on fire using some intense uh, infernal magic, Landis. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and using your possessed Nothic friend, who is being controlled by a sentient magic item once worn by your friend Cloak, uh, made your escape from the Citadel. Uh, in the course of doing so, which mostly went without a hitch, I was very impressed by your guys' stealth and uh, split decision, split uh, second decisions, and um, basically rolling really, really clutch when you super needed to. Uh, you managed to sneak almost all the way out, and you turned the Nothic loose thanks to Cloak's cunning plan to, I believe it was, kill everyone he can. 
was pretty much close to the uh, close enough to the quote. Uh, and the Nothic, the aberration with one eye that can rot people with a gaze and sharp claws and teeth, just ran off to go do that. But hey, that cleared your way to get out. Uh, after fighting some, there weren't exactly Gearforged. They were they had a great deal in common with Gearforged, and perhaps they were altered or something was. Um, not quite right about them. Uh, these these strange creatures, which uh, Landis, after destroying them, you managed to scoop up uh, some fragments of one of their armor and actually one of the soul stones that resided inside the creature, which held its animating force. Uh, and so you might be able to determine more uh, of that later. But you all bailed out with the six fugitives, the cultists of Morena who followed Riodan. Um, you uh, sprung them from jail. Glaz um, vanished into some strange darkness at the uh, the magical behest of his sentient ring, Walker. I'm sure that's fine. But you all escaped from the bowels of the Citadel into the cartways, uh, out through this secret sort of uh, mostly unknown route that has been uh, lost until you found it using a strange construct with uh, illicit divination magics. And that's where you find yourselves now. We're going to go ahead and move forward. Uh, I'm not going to make you, you know, pick through second by second through the cartways, you retrace that circuitous winding route through crumbling old tunnels, uh, ancient basements and catacombs, disused mine shafts that once were mined by kobolds under the, the watchful eye of the Strauss family before they were brought low about a hundred years ago. Uh, and you find yourselves back in more familiar tunnels in the cartways now. Cloak, you think you have decent bearings at this point that you could navigate to some familiar places in the city, depending on where you would like to go. Uh, by your best reckoning, you are somewhere beneath... Uh, let me flip over to my Zobek map at midgardmap.cobaltpress.com. Uh, you are somewhere beneath the Merchant District at this point, which puts you basically just south of the Derry River uh, on the other side of the river from the Citadel. So you've got a decent uh, amount of distance between you and danger at this very moment, uh, assuming that no one is pursuing you through the tunnels. And as far as you can tell, you were not pursued through the tunnels. You have the six fugitives kind of led by uh, Kaja with you. Mm -hmm. And they are mostly keeping to themselves, huddling close. And Kaja is really den mothering them at this point and, and just kind of moving them along in your wake, keeping them out of your way whenever you have to scout or if, there, if any trouble pops up that you have to deal with. Um, thankfully, nothing has uh, accosted or attacked you, but the cartways are fairly dangerous. So uh, you are at a little bit of a crossroads, so to speak. And uh, I will remind you that Edwin, Landis's familiar, the imp, made it out of the Citadel with Cloak's haversack that had Glaz's uh, magic items and equipment in it. Uh, and it's about this time, Landis, that you feel his voice sort of float across your awareness. Us, I'm, I'm back at your house. Uh, there, there's people here. Um, it's not guards, so that's what, good. What people? What kind of people? What do they? Do they say something? I, Did they see you? No, they don't see me. Come on, what do you take me for? Uh, they, I think they work for. Bad day. I'm just checking. Fellow. Okay. I think they oh. work for that Greymark fellow. 
Uh, okay. It can you get like, in the house? Yeah, I can get in, but it sounds like they think they own it, or he owns it, or something. Okay. Are they so, inside or outside? Yeah, both. Oh. Okay. Um, There's probably I would five like for you to not go inside. Um, don't. Can do. Don't. Don't make yourself known. In fact, I would like you to leave and uh, go to... Just go wait at the bar for me, but like on top of it, not inside. Don't go inside anywhere right now. Sure, which bar? Our favorite bar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, right. what sort of I don't know the so bad. <laughs> it's okay what, what sort of bars would Landis frequent given that Landis um, doesn't um, drink or eat so would it be more like places that are entertaining uh, would it be places to get in a fight what he would have some connections to a bar from his past where there were a lot of shady people around. Um, so it might be that bar. Um, okay. It would be right. a spot so... where some of his old his compatriots and he might meet for a chat. So uh, let's talk about how shady you think this bar might be. Might it be okay. something along the lines of thugs and smugglers? Or would it be along the lines of if you need to buy yourself like a black market spell or curse, that might be where yes. you hang out. Okay. That so kind, then yeah. you're sending Landis Down to the low dock. shady. <laughs> you're sending him to the docks district to, okay. uh, I believe it's called the Cracked Seal, which is where the Cloven okay. Nine hang out. Oh, goody. I was about to say. <clears throat> or the, the Broken Seal, sorry. It's been a little while. It's been a minute. Sorry, folks. Uh, right. So, so as you're when you tell Landis, or you you are Landis, when you tell Edwin, don't go in. I want you to leave before you even tell him where to go. You get this slight feeling of vertigo, and you know that he has taken wing and he's flying through the uh, through the night sky. Uh, and so, once you tell him to head to the bar, he's he's on his way there. <clears throat> okay. Good. Okay. Um, so, um, guys, uh, just to let you know, apparently, um, Lord. Graymark, uh, our good friend that uh, started this mess, is at my house and thinks he now owns it. Uh, not him, his people. His people are at my house and they think they own my house, which they don't. So right. I am a little bit angry right now. Um, and I have some words to say, but I don't know if that's the right place to go right now because I'll say them and it won't be pretty. We'll just uh, cause more problems. It, we need to rest. Full saying? <laughs> Also, no, if, it if, wasn't for sale. It wasn't. It's not for sale. That's my house. Wait, I was like, no. That's made mine. some money, it sounds it belongs like. to me. No, we I'm gonna, angry. We weren't we going to go there in the first place. We're, we're going to go to uh, the abandoned tannery and hold down in there. I mean, you can okay. do what you want. Yeah, I was going to go there, but that's fine. We're not going there now. Doesn't we're going to go there eventually because like I have words. I have words to good say. Good idea but... for you right now. Who exactly ah, are, are his people? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know him. You guys know him better than I do at this point. Who are his sounds people? Like, sounds like they repossess I... houses. You know, those people have come down and take all of your stuff. They're probably taking all of your stuff. Mm, you know, in a van. Yeah, the tax guys. 
Yeah. Like if anybody's um, repulling your stuff, it's probably the Master of Coins of Zobek. Uh, so, uh, you're all following Cloak to the Ashmill slash Lower Zobek district to make your way to the abandoned tannery. Is that, uh, is that how, what I'm to take yeah. from this? I do want to point out that before we went on this journey, I did mention that uh, Edwin had filled his backpack with some of my gems and the cash that had been, or the coin that had been given me by the guy. Sure. And a change change of clothes for Edwin, a cloak for him, a little cape. Does he wear clothes? (laughs) I was thinking thinking he had a little, like, a little demon cape on. You dress him up. You try to dress him up, but he hates it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) He keeps losing the capes you try to put on him because they get in the way of his wings. Okay. But I think they're so cute. Oh, crap, boss. I I dropped another one. What do you know? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's okay. We'll make you a new one. It's fine. Yeah, sure. Great, fine. Right. Uh, so, you all make your way through the network of underground tunnels uh, away from the river, and as you get away from the river, it gets less musty and mildewy and damp, and it becomes dry and dusty and sort of cobwebbed, and uh, you start seeing more evidence of, uh, of other sorts of life that don't live quite so close to the river. Um Cloak, let's see, you you know this area, you've spent plenty of time moving around this area, so you can navigate no problem uh, between that and your uh, and your urban natural explorer. So you're not going to get lost retracing these familiar paths. Uh, as for the rest of you, uh, Kaja speaks up at this point and says, uh, have you thought about what we're going to do? I'm not sure we can go back to the Silk Scabbard. No, you can't. You need to get the fuck out of the city. We have to work on doing that. Um, we need to lay low for a little bit, and then I'll tell you the ideas I have. All right. I also think Riodan should have some say in it, since you heals your people. I'm scratching his fingernails. Yes, what? Sorry? <laughs> should I? Yes, it's a good idea. What are we doing? Uh, you're coming up with the idea. Oh, no, one second yes. thoughts. Clock. Right. You come up with the idea. I don't think delegating I, to honestly, the ever... to me, I want to go see what's going on at Landis's house. You know, it's just, I love yeah. drama like yeah. that. You um, can go. I'm not going. I'm going to get, I will cause problems. And I'm trying to be a better robot person. And you sound, I. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, you're doing this I, thing where you're sounding like you might be insane, but you're looking normal. Uh, yeah, I so know. I I'm feeling, feeling somewhere in between myself. It's, uh, it's a good spot we, to be. I, can really we sit down? I want to rest for a little while. I. How about this? How about I go off and have a little look-see, Mr. Oh. Gray, what's his name? Oh, uh, see what's oh. going on there. Sort out the whole <laughs> repo situation and no. hook up with you guys at the fuck... Uh, Hot no, what, what's it called? No, that, sounds, that sounds it's good. Like, <laughs> the fuck house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where my... It's not a It's just a lobby. Uh, no, that's, it's not even a house. That's a great idea. <laughs> great idea. Do that. Yeah, and while okay. you're there, no. you could also... Don't murder them. I'm not supposed to do that anymore, but just hurt them real bad and also get all my stuff and bring it to me because I am otherwise going to have problems. 
Okay. Um, well, the... I'll talk to him. What? I'll say that much. Okay. Okay. I'm a people person, cloak. I so cloak. This is a good uh, idea. Uh, my I'm definitely a person. <laughs> <laughs> you currently have no bag, cloak. All right, so you're able to make your way through the cartways into that broken through uh, sort of that was once bricked up doorway into the, the, the basement of the tannery. And you can smell it coming long before you see it. Uh, because that stench of rot and that iron, coppery, metallic, just sort of thick tang in the air just crawls into your nose and across the back of your throat, and that just fills your head with every breath you take. It is awful. Uh, Landis, you recall seeing this at least when you were looking through um, Edwin's eyes? Uh, I believe you were following Cloak as he went through the cartways. This is that basement with the square pillars and those weird gutters or channels at both sides, and there is just and the blood. old blood. Yeah. Blood, everywhere. blood. Yeah. Like, you know how a yeah. gutter gets dirty with rotten leaves and kind of silt and mud, and, you know, somebody has to go clear that out? Imagine that, but it's rotting, clotting blood filling these channels spattered up on the walls. It is vile. Yeah, that's that. great. Um, it's oh yeah, huh? yeah. Landis, Landis mm-hmm. notices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there are several old like remains of rotten corpses that have been stripped by uh, scavenger creatures, and their bones gnawed and scattered. Um, it looks like there were chains hanging from the ceiling at least in one point, and there was a corpse hanging from that. Um, whether it was cut down or just sort of rotted and disarticulated and fell, you're not sure. It's just bad, bad things happen. It was just a really wild party. It, it was super wild party. Absolutely, it was just it was it was like, super lit. Like so, uh, <laughs> what's your plan? I assume you guys don't want to hang out in the rot basement at this point. No. Uh, the remains uh, of the blood uh, elemental, no. the blood zombies. Uh, well, probably on the, the upper floor that doesn't smell. Because I remember the sure. smell only comes out when it's open. So, like, going up there and then talking to everyone in hush tones. And I was like, look, okay, eh? I need my bag. I need to get that here. I need that secure. Striving and say, B, um, we shouldn't go to your house if they like, honestly, what if he's like, this is a coup and he tried to get you killed so he could take over the property and that, and something weird in over there, it's probably just gonna get him killed because they're all gonna attack him, or he's gonna kill them, make a commotion, and then the guard's gonna chase up and he's not sneaky. So, I am not sending anyone anywhere. Riordan wants to go, and he's a grown ass adult, so he's allowed to and, do that if he wants and, to. I'm glad somebody is finally noticing that I am, in fact, an adult capable of making my own decisions that impact other people. Didn't sound right. No. Uh, Okay. Okay. Let's all take an hour fucking relax, okay? This this is what we need to do, because I'm fucked up. I I, I I think we should take an hour for... Have you seen Tilly's like Tilly's just been like leaning against the wall, just like (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's probably like a pattering, dripping sound, and you realize that Tilly's probably still bleeding from just uh, so many lacerations, blade wounds, um, bits of the fragments where the exploding creatures uh, ripped her flesh to pieces. Yeah, she is in a rough, rough way. Uh, uh, and I'm, Rowan, I'm fine. Rowan, all the blood from down there. Oh. 
<laughs> Rowan barely even looks corporeal at this point. Like, if you look at I, her at various places, you can see quite literally through her body to the wall beyond. That's I'm exactly gonna, what I'm doing, by the way. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to cast... I'm going to cast... A Why is that so time. creepy? <laughs> it's because Dad's... Dad? Oh my god, I got Dan. Dad. That's, that's so cute. He sees so much in the farm where he never had. Uh, uh, DM Daddy. Dan said, when you look at her in certain places, she looks. No, we think that's what Ray Dan's doing. Like, <laughs> well, it's like you're talking um, to a brick wall. Uh, I, I'm gonna go because I, I cast Cure Wounds on you guys last time, but I'm gonna do it again. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, me. I'm gonna stop you right there, Cloak. Do you have any spell slots left? Two level yeah. one spells. Oh, okay, got it. You burned all your level yeah. twos. Okay. Yeah. Why not, not a short not, rest? Huh? Why not a short rest? <laughs> oh, she's bleeding. I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds to help with the bleeding. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> uh, seven points, seven hit points. And then to... Okay, my my reputation still stains. Uh, uh, Rowan gets two hit points. <laughs> I'm not Great. good at you. Oh, thank uh, right. you, Chloe. Billy, never go. Rowan, did you see something into him? I don't understand. Looks like I, I don't know if he likes me very much, honestly. Or maybe he's always like this. I don't know I'm, if he I'm, likes me, sure, but like you guys just talk over me so many times. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's because the way I talk, apparently. I don't know how she <laughs> can talk over you. You're while you're height. while you're tending to some people's wounds, uh, Kaja and Diren and the other cultists from the uh, Silk Scabbard, they kind of huddle together and find a relatively clean and not rotting corner of the uh, the abandoned tannery. Um, there's really there's really nowhere super clean in here. It's been abandoned for many many years. There's a lot of dry rot in some of the wood. Um, the furniture is functional but kind of nasty. But they're they're just sort of oblivious to most of that at this point, and they're just sort of uh, clinging to each other at the moment and just trying to settle and clear their heads and uh, and and figure out what to do next. Uh, so you said uh, there was some talk of taking a short rest. If you guys want to do that, that's no problem. The hour passes. A little tensely, but uneventfully. Uh, I assume you're going to be wanting to, like, somebody will be keeping watch out the windows just in case. Um, oh. If you recall, I believe the back door was busted in uh, at one point by some of you people who might be Tilly. Uh, so you know that the back door is not super secure unless somebody wants to go, like, drag some furniture in front of it or spike it shut with uh, pitons or something. You can do that. No problem. Uh, okay. So you're uh, you're able to get your your hours worth of rest in. You complete a short rest. Can I and, uh, interrupt? Yes. Yeah, can I do something during this short rest? Depends on what you want to do. Well, something very resty. Um, if Cloak is, resty, is yeah. looking out the window and and trying to see what's going on out there, I'm gonna walk over to him and <clears throat> kind of casually lean against the wall or something like no big deal this is no big deal this is just a casual conversation um hey cloak right your cloak yeah yes um so this place here uh that we are currently in uh curious how did you come about it where did where did you learn of it it's 
existence. Oh, what was it? Um, there's vampires, and we traced them here, uh, and mm-hmm. we murdered them all. And there's blood elementals in the basement. And then Reardon became a paladin. Uh, it was really cool. Um, he was like, he was like, I hate my god, and then all of a sudden something happened, and he's like, let's go kill heretics, and I was like, what the fuck? Uh, and then uh, I did have a mental breakdown. And yep. Okay, for the best, though. For also, the best. For the fuck is my bug. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it; it's safe. No, um, so, so how long have you had control of this room here? I don't know. Weeks, maybe. Hmm. We put it, we put Dan? down on the property a few weeks ago. Yes. When I was uh, spying through little Edwin's eyes last time, uh, did I see any blood things, bloodness that I would think was uh, fresh as of in the last few weeks? I mean, or it all look pretty um, old. It, I mean, old is relative. You're, I mean, it's not like CSI Zobek here, but... Um, <laughs> it could be uh, if we want it. <laughs> like, the, the blood that's done, there's a lot of friggin' blood down there. Like, right. bodies and bodies and maybe cattle yeah. worth of blood down there. Um, it, you'd say several weeks to a month old seems right. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, so what I'm getting at is Landis is <laughs> concerned that Going through here, Cloak made no reaction whatsoever to the fact that this is obviously like a fucking blood pit. And so he's uh, trying to ascertain like why Cloak is so okay with it. Okay, when he went through uh, the last time. Why don't you make me a wisdom insight check? Oh, okay. I need dice for that. Yes. Welcome yes. to Dungeons and Dragons, yes. where we roll dice to determine <laughs> outcomes. Usually uh, helps. Let's that is, you said a wisdom insight? Wisdom insight, yes, That's please. 14. 14. All right. Um, so given his demeanor when you were spying on him through your imp, when he went here the, through here the first time, and then mm-hmm. just kind of, uh, you know, going over some questions with him, grilling him about it a little bit. So it seems like he was nonplussed by everything going on down in there, mostly because he knew to expect it. So that checks out with him having come here to fight okay. things, and particularly if there were blood elementals, whatever the hell that is, uh, that would account for you know the vast quantities of sanguine refuse down there. Um, yeah. So that could that could simply account for it. But with a fourteen, I think you'll also get the feeling, particularly having adventured with Cloak now a little bit, that he is a hard, calloused little soul. Um, you're not sure that too much in the way of this sort of thing would get to him. He seems okay. pretty inured, inured to this uh, this manner of brutality, honestly. Hmm. Okay. And do I get any sense while he's talking that he has any connection whatsoever to it? Because I'm still creeped out that Edwin feels like some sort of kinship to him. Um, like, you mean, was he responsible for all of the blood? Is that what you're you're trying to get at? Um, I don't know about responsible, but it's I like he just seems like I don't know connected to the blood and the destruction. Like, does he feel connected to this room in any way? Um, I would say probably not. No. Okay. Like, um, you get a, more of a casual vibe off of him. Like, okay. 
maybe maybe it was just sort of part of a job, and now he knows about okay. this place, and it's uh, it's a decent Perfect. place to hide. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm still creeped out by the Edwin thing. So Landis is gonna like after he's grilled Where? you for an hour, essentially, he's gonna just kind of like. <laughs> move away but real awkwardly and still just kind of staring at you as he backs slowly to the other side of the room like the last okay the last 30 okay. minutes of that is you asking questions and him going where's my bud and every time you ask a question it's like where's my bud it is safe edwin has it no bring it here so we can not until we know that we are not compromised i I may not know exactly what that shit is, but I can tell how powerful it is, and there is no way in hell I am letting someone get their hands on it that is not uh, slash me uh, or Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want my bag. So you should be thanking me because the bag is safe right now, and if you had had it, it probably oh would have been I... taken or destroyed. Uh, All right, so I, 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 I just lean right into Tilly. <laughs> to Tilly and Ron's like, there's two of them. Apparently he can hear us. We're just going to pause for a moment after she's after Landis goes off about how safe the bag is and it's nowhere that oh, no. anyone in the wrong hands is going to get to it. We're going to I told cut. him to go to the top of the bar, not inside. We're going to cut, gonna gonna cut to the bar where this invisible uh, uh, imp is lurking with this bag, kind of clutching it and looking around a little nervously, hoping that no one can see him, where just below him there is a circle in powdered silver and bone ash that has been spread out on an empty room floor, surrounded with infernal script. There's an iron brazier in the middle of it, full of what look like humanoid eyeballs, uh, and there are burning coals being dropped into it by a corpulent tiefling with antlers that have been shorn off near the, near the skull, uh, covered in scarified infernal script and runes, and he's dropping burning coals by hand and chanting as dark magic swirls around him and his eyes turn black. And uh, so that's that's oh, where man. these artifacts are not uh, yes. falling into the Perfectly wrong. Perfectly normal. Does Say. he tell me that? Yeah. Like, does he explain to me what's going on? Uh, nope. He's just like, okay, boss, I'm at the bar. <laughs> wait, wait, okay. wait, waiting for you. Listen. Uh, so, so, what, you guys... uh, so what would happen is if if Cloak will not leave me alone <laughs> about this, I probably would actually say, okay, listen, I'll check in right now, okay? If you just shut up for five seconds, and then I will check in with him and ask him, like, is everything okay? How are the tablets? What's it like over there? Is anyone talking about us? Like, uh, everything's fine. Um, it looks like the fire is getting under control at the Citadel. Uh, it's still burning, but it looks like it's not spreading, uh, at least not as much. Uh, the griffins are all buzzing around. Uh, man, ooh, we kicked the hornet's nest, boss. They are pissed. Uh, but over here, you know, up on the roof, it's pretty much just me. Um, I Do you, have did you happen to see a... I've chosen not to look at the bag, so I assume the tablets are fine, but I'm not looking at them. Uh, No, I haven't. I haven't seen your one-eyed freak. Okay, good. Um, hmm. Okay, so Cloak, he's fine. He is hanging out somewhere safe, and he said the the griffins are still out, and the the castle is kind of still on fire, but not as bad as it could be. What? I am the fuck here. 
Get him the fuck here. I need to fucking use that right now. Sorry, I blinked oh. out for a second. What did you say? Oh. <laughs> I was I was in Edwin's head. You were just staring at the screen, and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so Landis, you flash back into your senses, and Cloak has just been jabbering at you this whole time. You yeah. have no idea. Uh, okay. When you're going to flash forward, you finish your short rest. If anybody has resources that recover on a short rest, such as Landis, your spell slots, you uh, you yes. recover them. Um, Channel divinities, I believe, for for our our divine types uh, recover, and uh, you may spend hit dice to recover hit points if you are wounded. Uh, yeah, recall that you that. may spend you may spend as many as you like, one at a time, and add your Constitution modifier to each die when you spend it. Ah, shit! I forgot to add my con modifier. Oh well, I can do uh-huh. that now, I guess. So, uh, Landis, did you want to have uh, Edwin bring the bag to you, or are you comfortable leaving him where he is for now? I would have asked Cloak why he thinks it's safe enough here to bring the bag here. Uh, because if we need to, we can get to the fucking cart race, okay? The fucking out there, whatever, the fucking flying thing with the fucking griffins, you don't know what the abilities they have. I don't have the Cloak language. Hey, Dan, can you remind me how close this building is, the tannery is, to the docks? We're pretty, oh, pretty uh, close, right? It's, like, not super close. Um, I have... Let's see, so... I'm trying to figure out the important thing, which is how we uh, get our bear back. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a plan uh, for that. All right. We've lost so much. <laughs> we have lost so much. Uh, so it's probably... Uh, yeah, so it's probably a good half mile um, between the uh, the abandoned tannery and the docks uh, out on the outer edge of the gullet. Okay. Tilly will kind of so, have from rest wake up and be like, I mean, don't forget we still have my boat that we can get away from if we need to, but I'm not going anywhere without there. We gotta find our first spot. Yep. Listen, I will have Edwin bring the bag back, but he's holding on to it. That's the only way I'll have him come back. I love the bag. He can go invisible. You can't. It's safer with him than it is with you. You know I'm right. I hate it when mom and dad fight, or dad and dad fight, or robot and dad fight. I, I hate it when I fight. Brings it all back up again, you know? The whole my parents being dead thing. Okay, I wonder why I messed up. How about instead of of, of talking about this, this, this bag, we figured out where our dear friends Kaja and the rest of the cultists are going to go because they are also being hunted now. We're, 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 I'm gonna sneak right. out. And I'm very concerned about that. I am. It's my top priority. We and can I've tell. I've been very clear yeah. about that with everyone. That's mm-hmm. my Sneak them out, but to wear, to wear a cloak. They can't stay in Zobek, but where are they going to go? Okay, this is, this is <laughs> what we have. When we began our adventures, uh, I found a way through the cartways that leads us past the city walls, uh, and I can get them out of the city unseen. But um, they're going to have place to in the woods. Like... Well, I'm not going to send them to the market. That's insane. 
Right, yeah, that would, that, would, that would be a response I didn't... There, there's a bunch of smuggler either. routes that uh, move around. They're like on rafts and stuff like that uh, that get across the river. Um, and we can get around the Margu or uh, up north like uh, we planned. Um, and then uh, because we should go talk that talking squirrel. I mean, I okay, love this the thing, idea just of someone has got Someone has got to explain the talking squirrel thing to me because... You sound I, I like a fucking crazy person. Uh, are you talking about a letter task? Remember, you guys, it was when they found, we found out that I was the chosen one. The squirrel told me in my vision, Riadan, you are the chosen one. This is why you're here. And <laughs> and then you all follow, that's when you decided to follow me and, uh, you know, take part in it, in this whole thing. And, you know, then, and then, and then, I had some divine intervention and suddenly became able to smite people from God. Now, if that isn't a sign, I think we, I think I when we talked to you, you might have been a little <coughs> under the weather. Oh, that too. Yeah, I'm so confused. You got you. Your God is a squirrel. Uh, as far as I know, yes. You don't oh. want to meet his Or oh, maybe that's someone different, but there was certainly a squirrel involved, and they were by a tree and it was burning, and they said, Weird, I know you're the chosen one, something to that effect. Uh, you need to uh, go and stop the, the bad guys. In a vision. It was, a, it was very much a vision. Very, vision. very real. Right. Very much not a dream. And well, uh, then when I awoke, everyone said, Yes, Rhea Dan, you're the chosen one. That's why you're here. We need you. And then, lo and behold, off I go and defeat the bad guys. And that whole thing we did a couple of weeks ago. You know, he, he is. You're welcome. He isn't wrong about being the chosen one. That that okay. is actually correct. Well, I I trust you more than I do a squirrel, but um, still not sure why we have to go talk to a squirrel. It, it's fine. Whatever. Listen, I I'm, I I can leave. I can take or leave the squirrel. Uh, but what really is important is that I am the chosen one, and I think we all need to remember. Okay. That. Okay, oh chosen one. What what do you? propose that we do well probably burning heretics I, i'm guessing i like the idea of getting them out of the city i just don't have the idea of going with them so hmm. maybe we have some friends or we could send away some money and you know good luck sort of like when you have children um and you just sort of you know good luck i love that radiant's uh, uh, solution for everything is just like pay them off and get them out of his life <laughs> it's all right just take them to the foster home Some, sometimes the nuns take them for free um and you just, good luck uh we could do that with them or there is a possibility of finding a safe location here in the city to keep them at least for a while while we no, sort of forget let's not forget that a scray mark fellow is our friend the master of coin who owns Landis's property and presumably many others. Uh, no, 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 not owned Landis's property. Landis right, owned Landis's just, property. It just really, really sounds have, like he owns your property. He does. I have concerns about this Grimark fellow and the fact that uh, he's a he powerful wanted friend. Us out for, he wanted us out for some reason. Exactly. To do a task for him. And in return, we can ask for a safe place, mansion maybe, I don't know, fuck house. Again, just well, rebuild it from scratch. I don't, doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, uh, what do you do with rich friends and bullies? That's right, suck up to them. So that they <laughs> give you what they want and don't hurt you. If, if we want to uh, go into a conspiracy theory, right, the Master of Coin probably 
paid off saying, hey, he said, oh, I paid off so many people not to talk about blah, blah, blah. But maybe what if he, it's a ruse? And he told people, hey, don't spread the word yet. Uh, I'll take care of it and I'll bring them to you. And then uh, he convinced us to go uh, there, right? And that I suspect he's plotting treason or something, yes. And he's using us to do it because no one yeah. cares about us and we're dispensable and we're far enough removed from any affiliation that no one would suspect us working for him. So we're out on a limb already. We're for high treason. He could cast us aside if he wished to, but we might be more useful to him, especially if he has something else planned. Because I took one look at him and I thought, there's a devious man. I like him. So I can promise you, as a devious man myself, that's my best bet, is that he's making some move against the government, using us as his instruments. That's why he's kept us around. Would have had us killed if we weren't going to do something so for him. So uh, one thing I will throw out there from all of that that just happened, uh, a couple of things resonate with a few of you, and and that is that if you wanted to find safe ways out of the city, you could uh, use the route that Polo was kidnapped through by the kobolds way back, which I believe is what Cloak was referring to. Um, You will probably have to take them up onto the street for at least parts of it to get there. Uh, or you know of the perfect place to find smugglers and flesh peddlers down in the Cartway's black market. You might be able to find way, safe ways out for them through those channels as well. That's and a good idea. Have for yourselves, if you don't want to. Yeah. yeah, we do have a buddy in town who knows how to get things in and out of the city, and he's a very handsome and friendly man who I work Is that for. Trick? Yes, remember I am one of the Black Shields. Oh shit! Remember. That is actually a thing. I'm part of an ancient guild of awesome people, Landis, um, who get what they want and give nothing back. And it's fucking awesome. I just want Uh, to get my beer. Right. Right. So, there's a lot more to me than meets the Islanders. That's that's what I'm trying to say. It's uh, kind of a big deal around here. Yeah, Uh, I'm starting to get that. Thanks. We should certainly take action swiftly. And uh, my he's vote lot, is to go and speak to this He's a lot chatty uh, when he's had a few beers. If we want to get that in, I wouldn't I wouldn't absolutely. You say can no shut me right up. Used to be the case. You realize there's a bunch of hookers in the other room that he may Do start Do you remember when you guys got me clean? You're to blame for this. Me speaking. I didn't used to speak much when I was high all the time. I didn't. Happy. No, Marena got you clean. If you were well, record she actually no, she got me damn well dirty, uh, and I had to clean my own bottom up. It was a mess. It How old are you? Mess. How long have you been cleaning your own bottom? Only recently. Sounds like a personal problem. So how about we get my beer? That's all. It's that's a all savage about. garden, my friends. A savage garden. Well, with the griffins flying around, it's probably not a good idea to walk around. But maybe we can. Oh, one moment, please. And- should we get Rick involved? I can I can get them out. Uh, that I mean, way. I can always I can always send Baldwin to Rick if you'd like to let him know where we are or or some sort of concept of where he can meet us if you'd like. Yeah, maybe maybe rather than meeting back at Landis's house. Uh, I, neutral. I say okay. there's two things that I I know that we should do. We should 
Lay low till morning. See what news is hitting the streets. I have a way of getting around and people not being able to recognize me. Uh, and then I believe Landis has an invisible thing that has my bug that uh, can probably gather he's an, information as well. He's an imp right now. Thank you. Not a thing. It's rude. So to just check in on the invisible imp thing, uh, did you have that, him that coming back rude, to the? Like, did you have him coming to meet up with you, Landis? Uh, yeah, but I haven't told anyone that yet. I told him to come back, but I haven't told anyone that he's on his way. Okay, then uh, then shortly uh, thereafter, you get the telepathic scratch at your brain, and uh, he informs you that he has arrived. All right, I will uh, try to tell him how to get down to where we are, but I'll tell him to stay invisible and up in a corner. <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, all right, sure. Um, hello. <laughs> he will do his best to sneak in then. We'll see how he do. Okay. Uh, all right. So he, at uh, a few moments later, informs you that he is inside, and you didn't hear him enter. So, so everything sounds good. Where's my bike? Okay. I'm okay. ignoring you. <laughs> Don't rise to it. You'll just call for the horse again. <laughs> It's been a long fucking night. We need to go to sleep. Okay? Everyone's like, a bit grumpy. Get some rest. I, need, I, I think need, Cloak is right. We could all do I need, some sleep. I need to get that shit out of my fucking bed. <laughs> like, I, you don't understand. Like, I need to get the fuck out of the bed. Where's my bag? Like, if my you want the bag, you can have the bag. I'll put the shit in my bag. If you all you want is, is the bag, you can have the stupid bag. Yeah, Cloak is sounding like me when I was high all the time. So when when we leave the city, the tablets are coming with us. Yeah, but Edwin's gonna hold on to them. Uh, you can have fine. your bag. Edwin, Edwin can have it. That thing's fucking eats shit, and I want it the fuck out of my bag. Landis, <laughs> um, want... this feels like a breakthrough for you. I'm gonna. I'm Landis, gonna you realize what that tablet does. I, I have some ideas, and I know it does not belong in just anyone's hands. And I know that it is better to have it in the hands of something that can be invisible and get the fuck out of Dodge when it needs to than it is in his hands. I mean, he's done a pretty good job hanging on it for a while. I know he's got a lot of good stuff in there. You know what I mean? I mean, well, Landis has made them invisible. Landis gets my vote if we're voting on who to give it to. You're, Made it invisible and no one else can find it. I like While that. this I mean, is happening, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to... I know! About giving, Leave me alone! Uh, I'm going to uh, give him his bag back! <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about giving it to an arcane corruptible Are we actually buying now? <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so I've told, I've told Edwin to put the... Take the stuff, the magic stuff that we got in the castle out of cloak's bag and into his bag because he should have his bag with my stuff in it uh and then just drop the other bag <laughs> so it'll just appear okay. um so there's 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 no response for a moment 
and then you Uh-oh. hear uh, his telepathic reply. He says, boss, uh, there's an entire backpack worth of stuff in here. That's not going to fit in any bag that I carry. The only reason it fits is because the gnome's bag is magic. And I've seen these sorts of things before. Uh, They call these Mammon's Vaults. They can fit so much gold in them. Uh, But I thought it was just the tablets and that lamp or something that we got. The lamp was in a backpack with the rest of the Trollkin's stuff. Uh, so we don't have the lamp? We do. Oh. It's in the Trollkin's right. bag, which is in the gnome's bag, which I am oh. carrying. Oh, okay. So if you took that out, it wouldn't fit in our bag? Uh, nope, not a chance. What bag? I don't carry what? a bag. Yes, he does. I told him to go get the bag, like, Gross. before we Gross. left, remember? Gross. The bag of my stuff. Right, that is also in the gnome's bag, which is the only reason I can really reasonably <laughs> carry it. So he can carry forty-five pounds. Yeah, look, I'm also kind of small, so <laughs> and I have wings. You keep forgetting. Look, he, so he actually kind of forgets himself and starts yelling out loud at this point. So you all hear Edwin's voice just sort of out of the blue from up in the rafters. Perfect. Look, Perfect. you keep forgetting that I actually need to fly. Fuck off, no. And you, uh, oh my god, okay. And- <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, come here, come here, come here, come here, and I will, uh, come here, and then um, I will go to, the, like, the side of the room and tell him to land by my feet, and he can be uninvisible if he wants to. He doesn't have to, but if he wants to. Are you sure? Um, the Niemheimer's starting to look a little twitchy. Listen, Cloak, I'm gonna give you the bag, okay? okay. Relax. I've gotta get okay. my bag out of your bag. Okay. Okay. Alright, Landis, okay. there is a uh, there is a gentle weight that lights on your shoulder, and uh, okay. there's a ripple, and the rest of you see Edwin, the the red skinned, glittering, you know, molten metal bedecked gnome. Uh, sorry, imp, yeah. who begins uh, rough, rummaging around in uh, cloak satchel, but he's like keeping one eye. <laughs> just next to his big old pointy nose, just keeping one eye on Cloak. Like, mm, you stay over there. Uh, so he starts rummaging around. He pulls out uh, a backpack that sort of comically squeezes out of this, uh, basically a shoulder satchel. Um, and he kind of, yeah, 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 and drops it onto the ground with a thump and a clatter. And uh, you see the black iron lantern that contains the Heart of Flame sort of bounce on the floorboards. Uh, I immediately pick it up. No. from Glass's backpack. Um, oh, I got so it. So then he, I picked it up. It was right no, by my feet. My... You were on the other side of the room. I'm not on the other side of the room. Yeah, because I wouldn't have done it, and I said stay over there and calm down. Number, can, me, so can I see this? And would Tilly recognize the lantern? Because I know I've seen Glass use it yes, in this basement. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that, is, that is our friend, the one that, you know, yes, we didn't know. get on the spot. So be sure you return it. I'm just saying, I don't know you that well. I would like I to will. know you very well, but I'm I just will. saying. I'm not trying to steal things. I'm trying to keep it safe. And the gnome is driving me nuts. Just wait. You can have your stuff. And so I pick up that bag and then I say, Edwin, can you get our bag really quick? Yep. So he uh, rummages around in one of the side packages, uh, side side pouches of the haversack, and pulls out uh, another kind of. Li- this one's basically just like a large sack, and it is clattering and bag? clanking. Here and it is. Full of- <laughs> Where's your bag? Can we? Full of, full of gold and jewels, and he hands that to you. 
Okay, great. So and, now I have both the bags in, in my hand, Edwin on my shoulder, and I have the uh -huh. haversack in the other hand. And I oh, I say, Edwin, may I please have Edwin? The Edwin still has the haversack that he's like clutching, yeah. and uh, and okay. says, "All right, so the oh, you know, there's more stuff in here. Most of it, I think, is cloaks. But uh, yes. do you want the the pages? Pages, pages. Yeah, the brass thing. The brass I thought pages. That was the in. I thought that was in, uh, what's his name's bag? Nope. Glasses bag. I want to call The wizard was Yes, I want those. those. <sighs> yes, I want those. So he, uh, he, uh, he reaches in and fishes out the, uh, basically the, the lead-lined leather folder, essentially, folio, and hands yep. it down to you. The edges of the leather are blackened and cracked, and the the silver, uh, pure silver clasps and binding on it have begun to blacken and tarnish. Okay, I want to immediately shove that into my bag. And okay. also, Do uh, say this? so I don't- Yes, yeah. this is all happening very out in the open. There is no yeah, way for I'm gonna, to I'm gonna throw oh. the haversack at Cloak and then I'm gonna take the lantern off of the other bag and put it in my bag and then throw no, no, the glasses no. bag onto the ground. No, no. You can't do like 16 <laughs> things with people wanting to intervene. <laughs> so you, you toss the haversack over and then you go yeah. reaching for the lantern and it sounded like people are jumping in at this point. So, what? yeah. What is the problem? I want to keep it safe. I'm giving you everything no. else. I just want to be able to no, hide this, this point. Stuff. Is going to stand up and get right next to him and go, I told you that as our friends and I don't want to cause a fight. I don't think you want to either. Not right now. Not right here where we are. You need to give it back to us and we can talk about you ownership what? of all individual I'm tired. I am so tired. I just want to rest. And I need you to understand that you can't take all of our things. You too. I did. I get like pointed. I throw the lantern. I don't care about the lantern, but the things are already okay. in my bag. So Landis is holding a, a sack that is full of whatever his his money, his possessions, plus the folder with the pages of the Nullifier's lexicon, Glass's bag with whatever else was in that, and the the black lantern are tossed across the room to you guys. And cloak, you have your quite... sack. And we all saw. Do we need to roll perception or anything on the fact that we saw her or saw? Sorry, saw him take the um, the lexicon pages. No, no, no. You don't need to roll shit. You, you, that was very obvious. I mean, if if you want to take those, that's your responsibility. They're heavy responsibility, and there's plenty of people after him. I don't want anything to I do understand. with them. I would like my my friends to figure out that they know that they're there, but it's they're dangerous. Very. Yeah, we've, all, we've literally I, lost people over those. That is exactly why I'm trying to keep them safe. I am working with you here. I'm not trying to work against you. I don't want your shit. I want to keep this safe and away from everyone else because it is incredibly powerful and I'm terrified that it's going to get into Landis, the wrong hands. You think that we don't know that Holy already? Shivers grandma's voice. I know you know it, which is why I don't understand why you're arguing with me because I can keep it safer than you can. Listen, Landis, everybody, we everybody. Have it's, been a long, it's been a long day and, and Landis has made some points, which I agree with, and as have the rest of you. I just want you all to know that I'm on all of your sides with this. I haven't super Stay been paying attention to what's been happening, <laughs> because it's been quite boring. But 
I'm on all of your sides, and I agree. Can't we please just send him to yes. Landis's house like he would request? Because this is not helping this whole situation. <laughs> this is all just a big group healing moment <laughs> for us all. I feel like we're bonding here. We're getting along. Listen, all I'm saying is, is Cloak has his bag with all of his stuff. You have Glaz's bag with all of Glaz's stuff and that stupid lantern that I honestly don't care about. You don't even want the tablets. I just want to keep them safe. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm with you. I'm not even going anywhere. It's not like I'm trying to steal them from you. I brought them back here. I could have had Edwin leave with all of it and go across the country Landis. if he felt like it. I agree with that. I mean, wait. I I have a I have a proposition. If you don't, if you don't mind, because technically those pages were a part of our friend's stuff before you want to go ahead and grab them, take them safe. So if you want to take something safe for us, how about we hold something safe for you? Something that's very important for you. So you can't leave us. I don't have anything that's that important. But how, sure, what do you want? How about... I have some gems and I've got some cash. How about Edwin? How about Always sticks with Edwin? How about Edwin? Oh, do you do you think Edwin... Uh-huh. Um, so Edwin is a hey, sentient being. Uh, <laughs> and sure, I can't hey, look, I know. Look, 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 look. Plus, I mean, if they want... If, if the dwarf wants me to come hang out with her... And that'll make everybody comfortable. I'm happy to do that. And he flashes a big needle tooth that also glittering with little like flecks of gemstones wedged between his teeth. And uh, like he bit into some semi-molten gold and silver and it's all wedged up in there. And just this like horrible haphazard approximation of a blinged out grill. And he just grins at Tilly and says, sure, I'll I'll come over there if it's going to keep everybody nice and calm. Let's not... Let's not freak out, okay? Because the new the new oh, is getting twitchy. <laughs> as long as Edwin is happy with this situation, I am happy to, for him to do whatever he wants. He, like I said, he's my friend. He's not. I don't own him. But if he wants sure. to go hang out, and Edwin, if like you don't house. mind, for now, stay visible uh, unless you're asked not to be. But uh, I just want to make. Yeah, if as long as you are comfortable with that, fine. Yep, sure, fine. All right. Uh, so I'm coming with you. And he points a, he, he points a silver tipped nail at Tilly. Yeah, hey, we have fun, a bail Tilly. to get. So. <laughs> you right, you so he uh, he spreads his wings, flaps over, and lands on your armor shoulder. Uh, he <laughs> smells just faintly of. Um, kind of like old campfire ash except there's a sulfurous tang to it but it's very faint I don't maybe I need a beer my sense of smells can uh I throw I throw the flask that uh glass had uh, out of his bag the oh it just says like 10 lines of like prayer to to Wotan just oh thank you just just hang on to it for glass alright this is glass probably alright so you probably offer a prayer to Ninkash, the goddess of brewing and beer, and uh, unstopper oh, yeah. the flask and just begin drinking ale out of it. So there you go. Um, so at this so point, Cloak, also accept your prayers. Uh, Cloak, Cloak has Glass's bag, and he's like, you just hang on to it. Glass, we're going to get Glass, right? And he's pointing, this is Glass's stuff. I'm going to hang on to it for him, so we're going to get it back to him, okay? This is this is his stuff, all right? We're, we're not... It's, uh, he's fine. We're gonna find him, and then we're gonna get his stuff back. Yeah. Tilly looks down from her mug over at Clo- Are you, are you crying? No. Are you? I don't You're think I've ever seen you. Right. 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 Right
like salty You're crying. tears. Do you, do you want me to hug you? I've got great hugs. Come here. Oh. Just a little cuddle, maybe. <laughs> like it, it's, it's just like very like, <laughs> like like that's trying to hug a cat that's that's <laughs> swiping your face. All right, so you give uh, you give Cloak a super awkward hug, and then everybody settles down maybe a little bit, and uh, Edwin kind of clinks his nails, and you feel his toe talons kind of clicking on your uh, on your armor, and he says, "Great." So, we're all friends again, that's lovely. Um, what now, dare I ask? What's the tension in this room, though? Like, I want to, like, when uh, I you like, could you know, work it like a yeah. loop string. I don't know. I, I think some people have calmed down. Landis is leaning against the wall on the other side of the room with his arms crossed, and he's just pouting. And in his head, he's still talking to Edwin, like bitching and complaining about this, and and letting Edwin listen to him whine um, quietly to just the two of them. And okay. he's, but then he also mutters a little bit. And he was like, "Well, I don't know. It's apparently, I have nothing to do with this decision. So you all can do whatever you want. I'm just gonna be back here. And if you want my help, well, maybe you'll get it. Maybe you won't. Like Chili's gonna slide her mug over just." <laughs> so landis i believe tilly is offering you this uh earthenware jug with alchemical symbols all over it and landis looks at her and goes are you trying to mock me right now no i'm just saying when i get feisty a little bit maybe after a battle before i always end up like having a good day would you like a bit of ale it'll help you out maybe surely hopefully i hope so i really hope oh boy hey 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 and edwin kind of like taps on the 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 side of your braid a little bit hey yeah um look uh, so Maybe you're not like familiar with Gear Forged and how they do, but but uh, but he can't uh, eat or drink anymore. Um, you know, no stomach. It'll rust my gears. So, so like he could Gear. drink, but then we'd need a mop. So. I think I've still got some uh, somewhere in my in my bag. So, uh, so Edwin, Edwin, uh, like Edwin, steals a subtle glance over to Riodan and just like shakes his head. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> You're an abomination. Rowan, at this point, has also gone over to Cloak and is just very gently putting a hand on his shoulder. It's gonna be okay. We're gonna we're gonna yeah, get this through. I uh, are you upset about Graz? I I don't I don't know where he is. I don't I don't know why he was. He did you not think we were gonna save him? Maybe he didn't think know. we could save him. Or rather, maybe the thing he needed saving, the thing that he needs saving from was not the Citadel, but something else. And right now we, he doesn't think that we can help. I don't know. I don't know what he's working with. I mean, the the important part is, is making sure that we are safe and then we can reevaluate how to be sure to get glass. At this moment, we're, we're tucked down here, and I don't know about you guys, I, I'm probably damaged my sense of smell after plenty of times of being punched in the nose, plenty of times I'm super strong. 
Well, for me, it was I'm just drug. saying it stinks. It smells like shit down here. So I would, I would like to prefer figuring out where to go at some point. So. Um, um, Rowan's also going to um, whistle and call Puff Puff over. Yep, to uh, puff, give puff Cloak comes, a hug. Comes trotting over and like uh, kind of leans her weight against Cloak. I hug Puff Against puff. this side. Puff All right. hugs. Why were we fighting when we could have just had dog therapy? That's nice. That's, yeah. that's real Every, nice. So, uh, so what's the plan? Let's well, let go for tonight until morning, and then we go hunting for information to see what's being passed around. If there's one of signs for us, I agree. don't fuck. We gotta lay the fuck low. If no one's saying anything, and that I can get around without people recognizing me. Should would you like me to go ahead and send Baldwin out for over the night? Make sure it finds uh, he finds Strick to get a message to him that we're here. Uh, I'm sure. No, not yet. Let's let's figure out what what the panic is and what the alarm because like I, I like Thrick, uh, but there's. I want to know what I'm asking him about. Well, asking him for before asking him here. You know, you don't uh, want to ask him the wrong Kasha. favor. Kasha, what do you think we should do? She uh, she looks up and gives a just mirthless little chuckle. <laughs> I I. Where would you like to go? I have no idea what to do. Um, I am not sure that we can do. I don't think we can stay in the city. Uh, the. The Order of the Undying Sun know who all of us are. Uh, I don't know how you all avoided being fugitives all, this far after you were arrested at that at that manor house, but I don't I'm think kidding. that we have whatever friends you do that were protecting you. So we need to find a way out. So if you know someone who can get us out, or if you know a secret way that can get us out of the city, that's probably what we're going to have to do. We'll need All to right. get some supplies together and get Maybe out. Maybe we should call Frick. I can get them out. That's not an issue. All right. All right. If you say <clears throat> you can, you can. Look, this is this is what I need to do tomorrow when I go out in the city. I'm gonna buy six cloaks, uh, rations. Uh, and, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, adventuring gear, uh, and stuff for six people, right? If we go about our business like normal, they have cloaks, they wear them up, it's a sunny day, or it's raining, hopefully it's raining, because cloak being up, that'd be fine, okay? So, we can get through the city probably un unnoticed, right? It, we only have to go up, I think, like, once, uh, and it's a short little distance, and not too many people know about it. Uh, or we can... But it depends on what information's being passed around, but um, I could try working on getting the bear, too, but if if I find out there's... I don't know. That That's a complicated part. How do we get a bear on this thing? So, I will remind you, it's been a few weeks, that Paula said that she was going to take care of Bear and make sure that she was at the oh. boat and ready to go. 
So we have to get to the boat. We can't fit everyone on the boat. That's the other issue. Only how many no, people can we, fit on the boat? I mean, you surely we've got. Uh, surely Plus we have bear, enough gold between be the two of us that we could buy a second boat. I was assuming that we would not be taking Kaja and the others on the boat, and that we would be sending them somewhere. What I recommend is. Perhaps whilst you go out and make preparations tomorrow, I can ask around and find somewhere safe for them to be able to go. I can ask around in the black market. Okay, good idea. And Were there guards in the black market? Were there what? Sorry, guards. If I remember, guards. Yeah, like the the not town like card. not like city watch. No, okay, no, no, okay, no, 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 okay. No, no, the the, the cartways black market is completely under the law. Okay. That de- that defeats the point of a black market. Yep. Uh, the guards at the black market, market like the, the guards at the black market are all um, basically rotating offerings to that sort of communal good from local gangs and mercenary companies and other folk who make use of the market. Part of the kind of tax of doing that is providing like security. Yeah, basically. Neighborhood watch with a bunch of murderous cutthroat smugglers and slave traders, yeah. <laughs> That's a joke there. Nope. Like my neighbor Enid. Yeah. <laughs> well, Reardan would say, well, that's a game. Uh, Rowan has an idea what to do. Uh, it's cloak, and I could still go and see Landis's house and Mr. Uh, uh, What's his name? Graymar. Master of Coin. Yeah, Graymar. Could go see him. I don't mind. And let's not um, forget, I am the chosen one. If anyone ought to do this, it's a guy with insurance. If you're gonna go, I think I should go with you. It is my house. Okay. That's true. I, th- I think uh, what we can do, if Rowan and Tilly want to go to the black market, or if... Um, and then I can go talk to Paula because she probably has a lot of the things I need anyways. Okay, so Tillian, Rowan, me and Landis and Cloak. I'll have Puff Puff. Yeah, that's true. Well, one thing, let me go find information out first in the morning and then see see what I can find out. But it's going to be very risky for me, but it'd be worth it. That's fine. I'm going to wake up sort of mid-afternoon, I think, so that okay, works that's time nice. <laughs> I'm, I said we get some sleep right now, though. <clears throat> sure, okay. sure. <laughs> I would <laughs> have to agree. Uh, is, is there anyone who wants to take first watch? Nope. Yeah, y'all taking watches? I am. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll take the first watch. Um, I'll, and, I only uh, need I kinda... four hours. I'll just take the easiest one, whichever that is. Like, or if there are only four of us, I won't go. <laughs> like last season. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I you really turned over a new page. I don't really do watch. <laughs> if you look, uh, if we do, for a little while, just pick me up after you're a watch, and I'll take the second. If we do, if we do nine hours, everyone else everyone only has to do one right because i can do so, four. yeah the way it works am is, i doing the math uh, right yeah 
a long rest takes eight hours, um, and you can do two hours of light activity during a rest without spoiling it. So being on watch is light activity. So there are four watches throughout a long rest. You can cover two of them, Landis, since you only okay. repair and and rest yeah. for four of them. Okay. Um, I'll take the first one, and then um, I can get Tilly, and then and then Landis can take the last two. Sure. Okay. So Cloak, Tilly, and then Landis on the last two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So you all settle in. Um, you basically just kind of make beds out of whatever adventuring gear you happen to have with you. You use your bedrolls, some blankets. Uh, you can probably scrounge up one or two just moldy moth and rat shredded blankets from the second floor of the tannery. But those look like maybe disease risk if you sleep on those. I, so you might uh, you might avoid them. Uh, uh, I get my I get my bedroll to Kaja. I'm immune okay. to disease, so, so I'll take it. There you go. <laughs> so he sleeps on the mobile I pile can of be record. Filthy. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> well, you can't get any dirtier than you already are. Well, that being said, I wasn't a paladin for a long time, so <laughs> cured all up now. All right. Lay on hands, so, baby. Uh, you all settle in. Um, I, I imagine you forego any sort of actual light and just deal with the, the darkness and gloom of night that oh, settles yeah. upon you. Um, thankfully, most of you have dark vision or some other means of dealing with that, so that's fine. Uh, but it is an uncomfortable night uh, for pretty much everyone but Landis. Landis, you're good. You just need a chair or someone, you know, a corner you can stand in and you're fine. <laughs> Somewhere to put your tools. Um... So Landis never, like, goes dormant for every now and then during his rest cycle. Most of the time he spends tinkering on himself, like rewinding these strange mithril springs that are in all of his uh, all of his limbs. Uh, and then every now and then he'll just sort of zone out, like he's staring off. But then if there's a noise or someone moves, it's very clear that he's still aware of his surroundings. He's just not really doing anything other than taking care of his own mechanical body. Um, the rest of you... Settle in for the night as best you can. Uh, you let Kaja and the other Silk Scabbard folk um, get essentially a full night's rest. So they settle in and pass out almost immediately, despite the fact that they're sleeping on a splintery, dusty old nasty floor. Um, the first watch, Cloak, why don't you give me a wisdom perception check, please? All right. uh, this is going to be with disadvantage because you're in, it's dark and you're, so you're just looking with your dark. Uh, 10. A 10. All right. So, and why don't you go ahead and give me a dexterity stealth check as well to see how well hidden you are and while you're looking out the okay. windows or Come wherever on, you're peeking. 11. 11. Interesting. All right. Okay. So, towards the second half of your watch, you... Uh, are startled, and you even give out a little bit of an eep, but you catch yourself before you make any significant noise, as there are figures right outside your window. You didn't see them coming, you didn't hear them, and they just happen to move into a little beam of moonlight that's uh, filtering down into the, the street uh, in front of this old ramshackle abandoned building. And they are moving incredibly stealthily, and they pass 
out of hiding just for a moment, long enough for you to catch a glimpse, and they're fanning out. It looks like they're coming from uh, the, the main street, and uh, it draws your attention enough to kind of keep an eye out down there, and you see in the distance a few other similar shadowy figures moving about in darkness, but you lose them very quickly. As soon as they get out of the open streets, they're gone. You lose track of them. While they're close enough to you, you see a, um, it looks like an elf-marked woman. Her hair is pulled back tight. Uh, she's wearing a dark cloak with a hood pulled up. You can see just the faint, delicate cast to her features and just the little bit of an almost pointed earlobe as she sort of sweeps past your hiding place, somehow manages to not see you and keeps moving on. You see that uh, clasping her cloak, there is a silver holy symbol that has been deliberately blacked out. And uh, you're close enough that you can identify it. Lord knows you've seen enough of them in recent uh, recent days. She's wearing a holy symbol of Kors, the sun god. But god she is damn. moving like someone bred to the shadows. Okay. I, I just quietly watch as they like... I know they went past, but I'm quietly just watching mm -hmm. uh, and uh, waiting. Okay, so uh, you keep an eye kind of on the street. You don't see any more of those moving shadows again. It looks like these individuals are skilled at their business of not being seen when they don't want to be, and you basically just got lucky and happened to catch her when she was moving from one hiding place to another. Uh, and thanks to the uh, disadvantage imposed by the darkness, she didn't manage to see you, even with your less than stellar stealth roll. So, uh, you also note, and actually you'll note this, and Tilly, you'll start seeing this as well, uh, there is a markedly increased watch patrol presence on the main street down a ways from the side street this tannery is located on. Uh, and it looks like they're paying particular attention to the shrine of St. Uh, Karun across the way, which you'll recall is where you dug up and fought the vampire spawn. And nobody's going out of the house, so that's pretty much all you're able to notice. Landis, on your two watches that you uh, keep an eye on things, you'll see likewise uh, a little bit more guard activity than you expected to, certainly in this part of town in the dead of night, but no one else comes close to uh, discovering your hiding place in the tannery. And so don't- and I would also have to, uh, right when my watch started as it switched from Tilly to I, I would ask Tilly like, listen, I know we made a deal, Edwin is supposed to stay with you, but I kind of need him to see because it's real dark. Do you mind if I hold on to him for the next four hours? I'll give him back. Um, sh sh sure. She goes to bed. Cool. All right, buddy, come here. <laughs> All right. So I'm immediately um, way happier that since Edwin. Edwin uh, was actually transformed into the form of a little rat and was curled oh. up like under Tilly's arm and he was sleeping while she was sleeping. Uh, and right so, here on my shoulder. And so when you uh when you, you get him up for your watch he uh he poofs back into imp form and flaps up to your shoulder and uh, kind of settles down and you can use his senses to see in the dark much, much better than you can uh with your arm. Yay. Okay. Night. Hi, buddy. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Hi, boss. So uh, you complete your long rest. You recover uh, a number of hit dice equal to half your maximum. You get all your spell slots and all your resources back, and your hit points are restored to full. You wake as the dawn breaks pink and orange in the eastern sky, and uh, you can hear the faint chirp of city birds as they're waking for the day. Uh, you're up before most of the city life in this particular area of town, so it's still pretty quiet once you get up and start thinking about finding some breakfast and how you're going to tackle all of your tasks for the day. Uh, well, first, uh, I'm going to go uh, information gathering. Um, so this is this is what happens. Uh, so Cloak uh, goes up to, like, Tilly and Rowan, uh, takes off his mask, and then begins to take off his cloak. Oh, uh, and, like, Has they ever over. seen you without your mask? I've always worn it. Okay. Uh, and so I fold it up, and I'm, like, I'm very... Let's keep this safe. Please, 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 please keep this safe. Don't let anyone take it away. Don't let it get caught on fire, please. Okay, thank you. So, can you tell me how, how about how big this little package is of a cloak and a mask? Like, Ooh. how big is this? Like, but to a dwarf, size-wise, would you say, like... Enough um, that I can stuff it in my breastplate, because that's what I want to do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tilly, uh, so, yeah, imagine, like, a child-sized cloak. Uh, like a child's okay. costume, red riding hood cloak, folded up. Okay. So definitely. She's like literally doing that. Like pretty small. She's literally yeah. doing that thing what? where she's like going to the bar and putting it in her. Like I've got you in this. Yeah. yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> so what does All right. Okay. Like? Okay. 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 So yeah, let's let's talk about what cloak looks like under his mask real quick, and then I've got a so, few things we need to deal with. Um. So yes, I know. Um. So uh, right now. Uh, you, you see, it's very much like, you see very much like a tan line, kind of like where the, the cloak or where the mask was, you know? Uh, it's very, he looks very pale, um, you know, and he's like cleaning off, kind of trying to like get the dirt to match his face and all that kind of stuff. He looks very uh, young for uh, being a gnome. Um, and he has uh, a very much like a little button nose, vibrant uh, orange eyebrows, fiery red hair and like very green piercing eyes and he's just like and he's like polishing off his armor a little bit uh and like takes like uh another like smaller cloak out of his bag uh and puts it on just with like a brown shitty cloak uh and then uh goes okay i'll, I'll be back i'm gonna i'm gonna try to find out i'm gonna do a couple things uh i'm gonna go get paula i'm gonna go get supplies and and stuff like that. So I'll, and he looks, he looks fucking shaken. Like he's like looking around in the corners and like, um, and he's like, okay, just hang on to that clerk. I need that clerk back when, 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 okay, I just, I'll be back. Okay. And then he, are you going um, to be okay to go? Yeah, no, I'll be fine. I'll be fine when I, I'm out and about and, and I get back here as soon as I can. And I need my cloak, okay? I need my cloak, okay? I gotta, I gotta go. And then he, like, are you, uh, wait, kinda... are you gonna take, are you gonna take Puff Puff? I mean... No, not, not right now. Uh, oh. not, I, I don't know if Puff Puff is too recognizable at the moment. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, like, pet her. Uh, so she, uh, she... She whines a little bit and licks her face. Uh, yeah, she's not used to having access to it without the mask, so she's very excited about that. But she seems very nervous. Her tail is dipped low, 
and uh, after you sort of uh, stand up and take your take your mashup hands away from her face, uh, she looks at you and says, with that voice that she breaks out occasionally, she says, "Be careful. I don't like you going out alone." I I know I know it's, it'll be fine. I'll be back. I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything crazy. Uh, it's just it's a it's a normal day. I'm a normal normal little gnome normal little gnome and then uh you just see him walk out uh the back entrance and kind of like sneak out once the mouse is uh uh not in the cloak anymore but he he lives in the cloak uh that's right, i totally. always forget about tongs but uh yeah. he he probably is like scurrying around like on your shoulder and stuff like that okay so there's a little little brown mouse hopping around with you do we have too uh, many pets you- I, no, we never have too many pets. I just, you know, that's not possible. I, be careful of fireballs. Is all I'm gonna say. Uh, so Tilly, as you take this very well folded garment, it's uh, it's very warm, a little surprisingly warm, actually. Um, you know, maybe part of it, the shoulders would be, or the the hood when he had his head up, when he had the hood up over his head. But the whole thing is just surprisingly warm to the touch. And as you start tucking it in, it gives off this faint perfume, like maybe someone sprayed perfume on it a few days ago, and there's still just this faint whiff. You get this very um, sweet sort of jasmine scent uh, that comes off of it. And as you tuck it into your armor, and Cloak says his goodbyes to Puff Puff, who's very nervous and upset about him leaving, as uh, as he makes his way out, kind of muttering to himself, you you look down and realize you must have snagged the edge of it because the corner of the cloak has slipped out of your armor and is, like, hanging loose. She's just gonna stuff a little bit back in. Tuck it. Absolutely tuck it back in. No problem. Alright, Cloak, (laughs) you you slip out the door uh, and as you do, you turn down the alleyway and the rising sun just beams these orangish golden rays right at you and you feel like you're standing in a spotlight all of a sudden. And you sort of take a deep breath and you can't help this this flutter of anxiety squirming around in your, in your gut. You mm-hmm. make your way out onto the town. Uh, and uh, as you turn out onto the cobbled street, uh, and which way are you heading? Um, currently, am I by Miss Kettlewhistle? Kettlewhistle's house? Ooh, uh, so she is in the Collegium District, so... Which is way... You know, you way, are, way you are, You're basically right on the, the Dairy River that separates you from the Collegium, so not, too, not super far away. Okay, because uh, I know she's up and cooking uh, right now. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of want to do a walk by of that place and see if there's anyone watching it. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and give me a charisma deception check to see how uh, how well you're covering your demeanor, how well you're disguising yourself, and this will leverage your uh, Nimheim gnome advantage. Uh, sixteen. Okay. Or I get advantage. Right. Yeah. Because you get, you get okay, advantage on deception checks or is it persuasion? Persuasion. Oh, okay, never mind. All right. Mm-hmm. So we'll go just so 16, straight out yeah. then. 16, good. Yeah. Uh, very well. So I'm actually proficient out. in deception. Ah, very good, very good. So you step out onto the street and you, uh, you head toward the north, taking you to the bridge across to the Collegium District. And uh, as you're trying to keep yourself sort of even and calm and, and settle. Just a, just another gnome, a Zobecker going about his business, just like any other, right? Nothing to see here. There is a sudden 
screeching cry, a guttural caw, and it snatches your attention, and you look over, and there is a fat crow sitting on a single dead tree at the edge of the graveyard at the shrine across the way, just up to the bridge, and it's staring at you with these beady black eyes straight into your eyes. Yeah, and as and, you look uh, up, its its feathers ruffle. It kind of flares its wings back a little, and ah, straight and you see your direction. <laughs> Just flicks it off, and you uh, uh, you 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 deliver your rebuttal, and then head your way across the bridge. Uh, you make your way across the street, down the the little side, uh, not exactly an alley, more like a side street off the main artery towards your. Apartment that you rent from D, and uh, as you're getting close, you can smell fresh coffee, and mm-hmm. you smell cooking bacon and eggs. And make me a wisdom perception check, please. Uh, that would be a twenty-two. Ooh, twenty-two, very good. All right. So as you're heading your way down, um, it's starting to get a little bit of the early morning crowd, particularly since you're in the Collegium District now. You see um, some students and probably faculty either out on early morning errands or returning from breakfast at their favorite uh, favorite little nook in the district, heading back to the Collegium itself. Um, you see artisans beginning to move about, probably people delivering things to the, the Alchemist's Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And then something about one of these people uh, just kind of milling about on the street, seemingly going about their normal everyday business, catches your attention. Something's just off. Something isn't right. And so you keep a subtle eye on them out of just the corner as you pass by without even turning to look at them fully. And it is a dwarf, um, Mm. probably a, a young dwarf male, and uh, with sort of sandy blonde hair, cropped short. Uh, the beard is much longer and braided. Uh, and you catch this glimmer of golden light that just barely flickers out from under their cloak mm. as they adjust something. And you see that familiar clasp that someone not really primed to look for it, would very easily overlook that blacked mm-hmm. out holy symbol of course. Okay. And this person uh, is very subtly keeping an eye on Dee's house and her, her little guest okay. house. I don't stop. Okay. Uh, you move I'm, I'm make, I make my way to um, Paula's. Um, actually, I go to the bank. Um... And I uh, go up and uh, ask for withdrawal Mm -hmm. uh, under the fake pseudonym I gave. Sure. No problem. Uh, Uh, You prove your identity with with the name, and they match the signature, and uh, and they they withdraw your funds. All right. Uh, And then uh, go to Paula's place. Uh, same thing, uh, keeping an eye out. Uh, I'm looking specifically for fucking people that uh, have that kind of light clasp uh, and uh, seeing if they're keeping an eye on Paula's. Um, yeah. 
are they keeping an eye on Polos? So you make your way all the way across town to the gear district. It's a little bit of a walk. Uh, this is going to mm -hmm. take a good chunk of your morning. But you make your way up to the uh, Everforged Smithy, mm -hmm. and you do not see anyone obviously watching the place. Okay. Um... I'm gonna uh, uh, make my way in. Like uh, it's opening up for business. The smithy is closed. Not opening oh. for business. Okay. Um, so shit. I'm thinking how I want to go about this, and I'm very paranoid. <laughs> Cloak is very paranoid. Like this place is being watched as well. Can I roll perception to see if it's being watched, or is this? Just, I'm sure. I noticed. Okay. Cloak and McLoken are paranoid. Uh, that is a 13. Okay, that's pretty decent. No, you don't see any sign of, uh, of any, any guards or official folk watching the place. You don't notice anybody with one of those blacked out holy symbols, uh, anything like that. Uh, I am occasionally to you're in the you're in the gear district, so you do mm -hmm. uh, have a a couple of tense moments when you hear the clatter of constructs and you see okay. clockwork uh, clockwork soldiers at one point uh, or uh, clockwork servants every now and then running an errand, moving to and fro, and once you even do catch sight of a full gear forged, uh, it's in the. Uh, it has a feminine form. Looks like uh, it's molded to resemble a human woman, um, and it is chased in a, a great deal of gold, and affects the air of a priestess of Rava, the gear goddess. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, uh, I I just knock on the door, like I pound on the door, and I say, "Excuse me, you're supposed to be okay. open to give me my things." <laughs> you knock on the door. No one answers. I'm gonna tell everyone this is a bad smoothie and then uh, walk off. Can I roll deception? <laughs> I don't know. Sure. You can make a charisma deception check. Uh, 13 as well. Okay. Uh, you draw a little bit of attention when you make some caterwauling, but nobody gets in your business. Okay. Uh, the, the only things I want to do, we can kind of speed run through this uh, last part, is um, mm -hmm. getting. Um, Basic like armor, uh, six sets of leather armor, six short swords, and uh, rations for six people for five days, or let's make it ten days. Uh, and that's a, uh, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll coin that, um, and maybe uh, one explorer's pack as or two explorers pack for okay. Making. So yeah, if you wanna you wanna go ahead and tally that up and spend the money, you may. Okay. Um, and then uh, after that, uh, the other thing I want because I've been walking around for a while, uh, I want to hear the hustle and bustle of what people are talking about because I people are probably fucking talking about that shit. Uh, I want to mm -hmm. see if they are talking about um, if they have people they're looking for. Or if people are going around looking for, hey, have you seen these people? Or is there wanted signs up specifically? Uh, walking by a bounty okay. board and like eyeing it. <laughs> 
So, uh, you, through the course of your errands that you're running, you have to go to a few different places to get all the supplies you're looking for. You can mm-hmm. very easily uh, try to listen to some gossip and pick up on some okay. things. Why don't you make me an intelligence investigation check, just to see how... Uh, and you can do this so with advantage. Oh, fuck yeah, please. Because uh, these are straight up rolls. Uh, th- okay, that's cocked. Hold on. Uh, ten. Ten. All right. Uh, so you skirt towards some places where you expect people might be talking about this sort of thing, uh, and you're looking for criers and people putting up notices on news boards and the like, and uh, you do catch wind of some people talking about a fire at the Citadel. Someone, someone broke into the Citadel and actually set it ablaze. They were trying to burn down the Citadel. I heard that they were trying to, to murder the governor. Or the sorry, the Lord Mayor. The Lord Mayor, uh, and all sorts of uh, of chattering is. Uh, I heard it was a, a conspiracy by one of the consuls, and you know all sorts of just garbage bullshit being thrown around until you hear someone say, "Cloak." <laughs> you like, and uh, and and uh, you, you kind of freeze in your tracks for a moment. Yes, that was the one, Cloak. And then the Trollkin, they called him Glazishan Carnelian. Right, the wizard at the Arcane Collegium, of all things. He, uh, they, they, they murdered knights and, uh, and stole artifacts. Then there's a, 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 a cultist of the Red Goddess. His name is Riordan. See here. And they turn and you see a news board and there are legit wanted posters up with your likenesses and names on them. There are sketches of Tilly and Rowan. Ah, fuck! As well as Landis, but there's no names on those three. Oh, right. Um, Do they have cloaks? Do they have cloaks? Do... Do, uh, No, 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 no. I mean, uh, Landis... Uh, Tilly and Rowan and Reardon. Like, do they own cloaks? Yeah, like, sure. do they wear cloaks and stuff like that? I can't, I don't remember uh, if they visibly wear cloaks. Rowan uh, does for Rowan sure. Does. Okay. Uh, Riordan, you are muted, sir. We cannot hear a word you're jabbering. I, uh, I, oh, I have a large wardrobe, but, uh, mostly just large scarves, not an actual cloak. Okay. I'll, I'll buy a yeah. <laughs> I will buy, additionally, uh, I'll buy six normal cloaks, and then one, and then uh, two more cloaks. Uh, Does Landis wear one? No. Uh, No, but Edwin does sometimes. Oh, God. (laughs) That it's floating in the air and hits me in the face (laughs) if I'm doing this. Um, Okay. uh, Okay, um, but yeah. um, Yeah. I'm going to buy those things. I'll have them in my haversack, uh, and then uh, we are. Then I'm making my way back. Um, I'm going to buy some bedrolls for them too, so everyone has a bedroll with them uh, for those. So that's six gold. I'll figure out the pricing and do all that shit later. But um, so I get those supplies for them, uh, and then uh, I start um, making my way. Uh, is there one for Puff Puff? 
a cloak for Puff Puff? I no, mean... no, 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 no. No, is there a wanted poster <laughs> for Puff Puff? Oh, uh, a wanted poster for Puff Puff. There's no wanted poster for Puff Puff. Okay. It's like a but... missing dog advert. Okay. Yeah. Right. Have you seen this dog? <laughs> but uh, it, looks, it looks like the wanted posters do have description and the like written on them. If you wanted to go up and read, you might be able to determine more. But okay, uh, I I will go up and read. Because um, my okay. is my is mine up there? Is it like a, a little gnomed? Basically, you see that little uh, that little illustration that's hovering right around your your chat frame there. That's mm-hmm. more or less what's there in a decent but obviously fairly. Quick, I like that. I like that these uh, are canonically actually our bounty posters. Like <laughs> these are canonically these are canonically <laughs> our bounty posters. It's <laughs> lore. Can we, can, we get, can we get bounty posters made out of these now? Yeah, uh, we, yeah, we, we yeah. can. And actually, uh, you should check out uh, the Crafting Muses Twitter. Uh, because she made boards with some of your wanted posters on them, like what? for actual ter- what? Like terrain, mini, mini terrain scatter. Excuse me, They're I so have to go cool. to Twitter. Oh my god, I haven't had internet for a week. I need to catch up. What's happened? <laughs> All right. So while Cloak is out and about, are the rest of you oh, doing anything no. particular, or are you just laying low, waiting for him to get back? Depends how early it is. Genuinely, I think for Riordan. How, how early? early? I mean, you're. Riordan, you're probably not awake yet. If you were planning on not being up in the morning, it is still morning. Um, he's probably going to be gone for a few hours, though, so it'll probably be getting towards 9 o'clock. I think I'm probably in a routine where that's fine. You know, okay. where Cloak goes and does stuff in the morning and <laughs> Riordan wakes up to all of the news of the day that he hasn't garnered himself. He's like my Twitter app or something, yeah. Where it just wakes up and hears stuff. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, unless anyone wakes me up, I'm probably sleeping. I had a busy day. Okay, you're still sleeping. That's fine. Yep, you you had uh, an evening for the show. Uh, yeah, good. I think that Rowan is going, well, before going to the black market, mm-hmm. is going to, I'm not sure if this would just be rolling the bones or if it would be a full-on divination. If it's going, um, she's going to ask Ask her old pal for some advice on where um, Kaja's group should go. Oh, jeez. Um... Like, hey, buddy, okay, do you well, have any ideas? Please help. Thanks. You tell me, are you doing a full-blown, casting a full-blown divination or using your background? Um, let's see if I get anything without my background first. Full-blown divination is just a step above lesser divination. <laughs> Full-blown. Okay, so you're going to cast your bones, full, use your... Uh, full frontal use divination. Your, <laughs> use your foretelling. Uh, and try to get some insight over what exactly, where should Kaja and her ilk go? Yes. Okay. Um, go ahead and make a... Intelligence, sorry, a wisdom religion check. I think I'm good at those. Maybe, yes. 26. 26, damn. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, she'll be rolling the bones and asking for some kind of sign of right. where there is safe haven for them. Okay. Uh... 
going to get. So you cast your your sheep knuckles uh, with your runes carved into them, and you contemplate the question. You look down at the spread before you in this little kind of basically like a camp plate that you from your mess kit or whatever that you've cast them into with a clatter. And you tilt tilt it about, looking at the orientation of how the runes have landed, and they suggest to you darkness leading to light, hunger and danger. So darkness leading to light, hunger and danger. But all of that, you know, as sort of ominous as it might sound, it all has sort of a um, a hopeful air to it, despite things like hunger and danger. And Riordan's still asleep, isn't he? Sure is. But yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that Kaja and the other refugees are going to be awake, maybe? They're definitely awake before Riordan is. I mean, that's not hard, though. Hmm. Kaja, are you... I'm trying to figure out where we can take you. All right. Where where did you come from, by the way? Have you always been in Sobek? Oh, yes. Th- this is my home. I'm sorry to hear that. She uh, just sort of smiles mutely and, and pats your arm. I have had a reading... It sounds ominous, but it is hopeful, or rather, it's not bad. All right. So, do you know much about the the lands beyond Zobek? Well, uh, some, I suppose it depends. The reading I had was... It mentioned hunger and danger. Well, I suppose that Vague puts me in—that puts me in mind of the Blood Kingdom, which I suppose there was a time when I might have had friends there, but that time has passed. That was something which came to my mind as well. But I'm going to go do some investigation in the black market and maybe see if there is something we are overlooking or somewhere. All right. I'm, I'm grateful for any help you can give. Um, I, I'm not sure how well we'd be able to get out of the city on our own. We'll keep you safe. It's in no small part due to us that you're in this situation in the first place. Well, I don't know that I particularly believe that, but thank you. And she pats you, gives gives your hand kind of a reassuring squeeze again. This isn't your fault. This is all because of that wretch, Cosinia. Well, she's gone now. And... Thanks, Thanks to you. And I'll make sure that her name is not remembered. Right. Well, I'm grateful for everything you've done and anything you can do to help us. Roman will go over and uh, start poking Riordan to wake him up. 
Okay. Uh, anything anybody else there at the homestead is doing while Cloak is gathering supplies and the like? Leodan, wake up! We're just uh, kind of waiting. Oof. That, that was not okay. one. Uh, let's go on. We're going to the black market. Okay, see you later. No, you're coming. <laughs> what? No, I'm going with Landis. I'm going to his house. Isn't Tilly going with you? I, I had assumed perhaps you might want to uh, hear if there is any news about some heretics that needed burning alive. Uh, I mean, yes, but it's awfully early. Is Isn't it midday? <laughs> it's like 8.30. It's like 9 a.m. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, it's oh. maybe not, it's, it's it not even 9 a.m. for you guys. Yeah, it's, it's early. Oh, shit, that if, is if, early. If you guys want to go, go ahead and we'll see each other later, but, you know, I'm... You know, I, we don't need to hang out all the time for us to be friends, right? Tilly Thank leans through and goes, I don't know much about the black market. Do you think it's going to be very busy this early in the morning? Uh, or is it like we should... dark evening sort of things? I don't Perhaps we should wait till Cloak gets back. I don't want him to be angry at me as well. I, especially if he's getting a feel for, like, the city and his... Did you did you see how piercing his eyes were? They were very green. I was like seeing into my soul, you know. If Cloak is scared, then I am terrified. I wouldn't say I'm scared, <laughs> but you know, every while in your life you get a little nervous. I mean, you know. it's too early to be drinking this time of morning. Rowan, uh, when Tilly comes over and talks to you, that cloak that she had tucked into her armor looks like it's kind of reached up the other side around the back of her neck and is kind of poking out from behind her armor now. What What are you looking at? Uh, you do I have something? Did I get some of that dirt on my face? You didn't tuck the cloak in very well. I thought I tucked it in just right. And she like looks no, down the... to see. Rowan's going to just try to tuck it back in. Sure. Yeah, you can my grab head, a hold of my... it and kind of tuck it back down. Yeah. Uh, gonna, Tilly, it's weird. Like, bit. part of it has reached up over your shoulder, kind of behind your neck. You're not sure how it managed to scooch over there. I'm not going to say my armor's too tight, but maybe I should get pulled. Just, it seems like it's squishing around a little bit. Alright, so we're going to flash back over to Cloak for a bit. Cloak, uh, have you figured out the cost of all of those supplies you're trying to buy? Yeah, I already bought everything. Right, good I already, already minus it uh, and did all that. So, uh, which was a lot of money. Um, so, uh, uh, so uh, I, I start making my way back. Uh, you know, very casually to the thing. I want to get back to my cloak. I'm feeling very nervous, uh, and uh, uh, I want to make sure I'm not being followed uh, as I'm just like walking through the city and all that kind of stuff. So, go ahead and uh, make me another wisdom perception check, please. Uh, that would be a 20. 20, nice. So as you're walking along, you hear from an alleyway nearby something. So it's creating this sort of corridor of shadow in this early morning light, and you hear Cook sort of whisper out to you from it. <laughs> what? Does it sound like a nothing? That's not your real name. Who are you? 
I keep walking. I'm so you look, see. and there is a hunched, wizened, stooped, old, withered crone just inside the, the shadowed boundary of the alley. And she has this brown threadbare shawl that's kind of pulled up over her thin, kind of scraggly hair. And her face is this deep network of canyoned wrinkles. And it's her hair and the shawl are sort of hanging in front of it. And you can only see her, her sort of protruding cheekbones and a little bit of her pointed chin and this sweep of a nose, just a big hook sort of a nose. And her fingers are fiddling with something. Like she has a little bit of a makeshift table set up, almost like it's a, uh, like it's a booth where she's trying to sell things, although nobody seems to be paying it any attention. And she has like trinkets set out on it, like little brass baubles, um, some strange mushroom caps, uh, what looks like a few empty crab shells. Uh, and, uh, and she's sort of fiddling with them and that whisper just sort of drifts past you as you're looking over towards her. Uh, she doesn't look up. She's busying herself with her with her wares, but you distinctly heard this woman's whisper somehow yeah. reaching to you out in the street. Cloak is going to keep walking, and he has a look of uh, rage on his face as he's looking at this old lady. But like, there's like a hint of fear in the back of it. Uh, he's just, and he's he quickens his pace and he starts making his way because he know he knows he knows what's going on and he knows he needs to get the fuck back and he needs his okay. cloak. So as you kind of glare at her, she stops and looks up at you, but the way the shadows are falling, it looks like her eyes are just empty black pits. And she says now in a hoarse, quavering voice, he's coming for you now. And then she sort of shivers and, and then looks back down and starts arranging her little trinkets on her on her board again. He's coming for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I roll insight? Sure. Uh, I'm very curious on uh, why I'm rolling insight. Is she warning someone or is she warning me? Okay. Nat one, so five. <laughs> um, yeah! You're honestly, you're honestly kind of freaked out. It seemed like she was looking right at you when she said it. I, and, like uh, There's other people kind of around, so maybe she was talking to somebody else. I'm gonna do something real quick. All right, what you doing? No, uh, I I uh, I quicken my pace and I keep going. I was doing, right. I was doing so, a little D twenty to guide me. All right, so you're kind of you're kind of like looking over your shoulder, kind of watching just to make sure she stays where the f she is. And mm-hmm. now, as you're as you're making your way away from her, she's not paying you any attention whatsoever. It looks like she's just setting these things out in hopes to sell these little baubles and crafts and 
curious things that she's found to try and make a few copper cogs to, to try and survive another day. Uh, and so as you turn away from her, the, the bustle and sounds of the city are starting to kick up as people are waking and commerce is getting into full swing. And you turn into this gleaming white horseman on a white steed with this bright white cloak and an enameled white helmet in the full beaming sun of the dawn's light and the thunder of its hooves charging right towards you flashes you back to this image of a black rider churning the turf chasing after your terrified desperate mother and for a second you're not sure which scene you're seeing before your eyes your breath fails you your heart pounds in your ears and someone yells from somewhere but it, it's muffled like it's coming from a great distance and and you're you're not able to to respond or make sense of anything and somebody grabs you from the side and hauls you out of the way and you sort of snap back to reality as a messenger riding a white and gray dappled horse with uh, a white cloak with a very clear emblem of some uh, rich houses uh, crest on it goes riding past on some super important business in this morning in Zobek and you blink and as this seemingly very normal uh, Zobecker goes riding past on the cobblestones, not at all that gleaming white, bright day night that you saw just a moment ago. And you kind of, your breath, you realize, is coming in these panicked gasps, and there's clammy sweat on your forehead and, uh, and on your shoulders, kind of sticking at the padding under your armor. And uh, this fellow, who looks like he's maybe a, a worker or a craftsman, says, are you all right, lad? You almost, you almost got run down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta go. I just, uh, I haven't had breakfast yet. I'm very hungry. I, I'm sorry, right, right. I'm sorry. And, and then he, he I run off. Uh, I'm, I'm, trying to get back as fast as I can now I am having a panic attack <laughs> okay so yeah you take a, you kind of you hear a few more words that he says but they don't really stick or resonate with you and you just scoot out of there so uh, seeing as no one has anything else important going on in the morning we will cut to cloak returning with his heavily laden parcels of supplies uh, he is uh, his hair is kind of his bangs are plastered to his forehead with a little bit of a cold sweat and he seems freaked. He's probably calmed down a little bit on his travel from the market to here, but not perfectly or completely. I need my cloak. I need my cloak. I need my cloak. Give me my cloak. Give me my cloak. Give me. And I put it on. And I'm like, Arr. and I like go into the corner and I just cart. Okay, Tilly, you pull the cloak out, and as you pull it out of your armor, it just sort of falls and unfolds into uh, just as if it's ready to be thrown around his shoulders. And as you do, it's almost like you kind of lose your grip on it as it swirls around him and it clasps itself around his shoulders. And the hood sort of pulls up and it looks like just a fraction of an inch before he actually grabs it and pulls it. The hood starts flowing over his head and it sort of wraps around him and cloak immediately. Your nostrils fills with that pleasant jasmine scent and the world goes quiet. You didn't even realize it until now, but you were hearing 
every creak of every board, every click of a footstep on cobblestone, every flutter of a bird's wing, every chirp of a songbird, all of it was just echoing in your mind, and it all stops. And it feels wonderful. Finally, relief. She can't find me. Clopia, right? What? She can't find me. She can't find me. Who is she? I'm fine now. I'm fine. Who is she? Are you talking about Morena? Grandmother? No. No. She can't find me. She can't find me. I'm like hugging Puff Puff really tight. I'm like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. All right. Cloak, Cloak, what happened out there? What did you see? Is it. Oh, you guys can't go the fuck outside. We We were set up. Uh, they have wanted posters of all of us, except for the, the uh, uh, Kaja and her people. Uh, mainly, it's us. Oh, I, I did get closer for a description. Uh, I we didn't get to that. Uh, is it basically just tells about us? It's it's basic descriptions. Um, some warnings of any of your well-known capabilities, like um, uh, you're probably referred to as a as a mercenary. Um, Riodan is definitely uh, referred to as a vampire-blooded worshipper of the Red Goddess. Um, mm-hmm. Glaz oh, yeah. is definitely called out as a uh, as a wizard, and um, so they don't specifically say Void Speaker, but they brand him as as having trucked with dark and forbidden powers. They don't know a whole lot about Tilly, Landis, or Rowan, so there's really just basic descriptions on them. Uh, in your description, Cloak, Puff Puff is, at least in general terms, described. Okay. Um, yeah, we need to get the fuck out of town. Like, uh, this is uh, this was a, a huge setup. I was right. Uh, the Master of Coin fucked us. Um, so... Uh, because literally there's detailed pictures, detailed descriptions of three of us. Uh, the last four, the last three of you, it's just kind of basic descriptions. Don't really say much beyond that. Uh, and, um, yeah, this is, uh, this is, uh, we got made. And I wake Haven't up, you guys uh, lived here for a long time, though? Like, oh, why for would... a long time? Yeah, but why would someone having a description of you mean that you were set up? I mean, everyone's seen all of us. A hundred million That's times. That's true. We were seen. And also, yeah. didn't the Master of Coin know Landis and see? Yeah. So wouldn't there be a really good photo, uh, picture of Landis? No, there is a really good, there's a really good picture of all of us. Uh, so so the pictures are like police sketches. They're not like okay. detailed paintings or anything like that. Did, did they get my big okay. Some of you are pretty uh, distinctive, so it's going to be pretty easy. But no, like, yeah, you know, imagine, you know, bounty poster boards or whatever. Okay. Um, I, I mean, they do, they do have... Oh! Yeah, the anxiety made me gone. Uh, uh, the, um, <laughs> they, they have they have a good description, uh, at least of Glass, uh, Riordan, and myself. So we've probably been watched for a while. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll give it uh, Tilly, Rowan, and Landis. They have basic descriptions, and they don't uh, say anything about that. They have a they mentioned Puff Puff. Uh, so we need to really like, low and get the fuck out of Dodge. And uh, also, uh, there's super holy ninjas running around, so we need to worry about that. Uh, 
um, they, they were actually watching Miss Kettlewhistle's house, and we couldn't, uh, I couldn't go there to uh, pay anything off. I kept walking. Uh, Paula? I can't find Paula. I don't know where Paula is. What do you mean you can't find Paula? She uh, didn't answer her door. I pounded on the door and made a big fuss, and no one would ever came. How, how, how early was it? I mean, it was, was it? I, no, it was like probably mid-morning by that point. I'd walked all the way across town, then back all the way back to Paula's, so... So, Tilly, uh, just to remind you, Paula said that she was going to take care of Bear and have her at the boat, so it's yeah. possible that she's there. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't worry about it. Was, it, was there a sign of any sort of break-in or a, you know, no. lock? No. Could you tell? Then, I mean, maybe she's not there would... at the boat. We told okay, her which spot we were at. If she has yeah, better at the boat, do you think she can get the boat to upriver? I don't really know how much of a, a piloting a boat experience she has, but I can send Baldwin to see if he, she can tell us. I don't know. Uh, that, or maybe if she wants to hire some people to help her, like a couple people to get the boat up, I'll, I'll pay her back. Uh, I, you can't I, go out. Like, none of us can go out into the city because we'll. They're looking for us, like, right now. We could send Edwin. We could send Edwin. So, uh, Edwin, by the way, has been hanging out with Tilly since he was uh, basically determined to be a hostage <laughs> to make sure you're not, to make off, to, to, you're not trying to make off with their uh with their artifacts so he has volunteered himself as collateral so he's been just kind of chilling with tilly uh can you refresh my memory as to where we are i'm looking at the midgard map dan as far as yeah. tannering okay so are you looking at the zobek uh city map yes okay i see the so docks district look- and stuff Right, so if you look over to the Collegium District, there's mm-hmm. a uh, the, the lower sort of large bridge that goes right towards the Cobalt Ghetto. ghetto. Um, if you go to the, uh, the left side of that bridge and you go up like two buildings, there's kind of an L-shaped building next to the river, okay. next to a bend in the river. That's where you guys are. I mean, we can... We can send either Baldwin or we can send uh, Ed- Edwin if you want to go. She's like talking to him as if Ed- she's like, he's like her friend now, too. <laughs> I mean, Edwin could Edward could carry some money to her because I'm not sure how much she would have on her. I don't know. We didn't really tell her to be better with money. It might be a good idea, but um, we can get her to bring the boat around if we have. There's you know, probably some smaller docks here if she can get there, but I don't know her boat and skill, so we'll have to ask her. I will need to go to the black market, but there, I did get a reading before, and I'm. Kasha agrees with me that it may be pointing us back towards Morgau and the Blood Kingdom. The fuck mm. is that? Not loving that. Not going there again myself. Um, but all the heretics you can burn. Uh, well, uh, sometimes... And, and the, all uh, you can burn buffet. Be, I don't know. Uh, everything else. Um, I need to investigate it more, but it might be worth following. Sure. Um, I mean, I'm still we... all going to speak to the spy master. 
if there is anywhere it is better to hide, it would be amongst the you know crowd of molten faces already, probably in the back more. Fair enough. I was Where's undercover this... there for some time. Where was the city? Where's the black market? Oh, the city map. City? No, where? No, not the city map. Where? Where is uh, the Blood Kingdom? Uh, uh, greater Duchy of Morgau. Yeah, the Greater Duchy of Morgau and Dorish. Oh, we're are we kind of close to that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so the the Blood I mean, Kingdom <laughs> is Dorish, Morgau, the Greater Duchy of Morgau, and now Krakovar. Um they have been aggressive and expanding, and they've basically taken all of that territory up to the north. The Wolf Mark is still free and fighting against them, uh, at least most of it. Uh, Skoggerholm, that is a Reaver Dwarf settlement where a bunch of the refugees have uh, have ended up. Uh, and they're not trying to push into the Grand Duchy of Dornick to the west yet, but yeah. So anyway, up to the north, there's a buttload of vampires and their ghoul allies. So, uh, I, I was going to suggest we go to, to Marion Forest to the uh, Holdest Tree up there. The World Tree? That's the That's closest my... one. That might also be an idea. Makes sense. I do, do, I do like the sound of the north, so... But I think we are all in agreement that north is the way to go. Yeah. Um, I well, here, now first, we've got to figure out how we're going to do here. Uh, so one thing I start doing is sorry, uh, after I like calm down, uh, I start pulling out the. I got six different types of clothes, uh, and uh, I got uh, ten days of rations for everyone. Two explorers pack, four empty backpacks six water skins um and then uh as well as uh leather armor six sets of leather armor and then six short swords for the hookers um so um uh kaja and her crew the so uh i'm arming them a little bit sex workers Uh, um Okay, sex workers. I apologize. Excuse me, the fuck house workers. Um, so, uh, one thing right. that yeah, I, I didn't think of this when you were originally talking about buying short swords, so I'm not going to lock you into that. Um, okay. Chances are, most if not all of them are not skilled at using short swords, so you'd have better luck uh, going with something like a simple weapon, rather than a martial. Uh, oh, it's so, not simple? Yeah. God damn it. Hold no. On. So, like, daggers mm-hmm. or a spear, something like that. If you want something a little bit heftier that is concealable, hand axe is probably the way to go. Uh, if you want to make sure it's something that uh, someone doesn't have to be terribly strong to use, then daggers your best bet. They don't look strong. Uh I mean, maybe one or two of them, but uh, other ones you'd think, in game terms, would benefit more from a finesse weapon than than regular melee weapons. Okay. Uh, well, I, so I mean, be... again, this is all very relative. These people are not trained warriors, so. Okay. Uh, then I would have gotten daggers. Uh, That's fair. Um, is there if there's some that look strong, uh, I would have gotten them a hand axe, and then I would have gotten the rest daggers. So I don't know if there's a like two strong people and the rest. So I'd say or... yeah. Uh, you think. Um, uh, Kaja and 
the uh, the the bartender fellow probably would benefit more from say a hand axe, and then the rest okay. daggers are probably your better bet. Okay, so eight uh, eighteen. I spent how much on that? Sixty. So I'll just do the math and get it done. Okay, I got it. Uh, I I got the total back on my uh, no problem myself. So I'm good. Right, so they will gratefully collect the supplies and the nondescript cloaks that they can use to uh, to sort of disguise themselves as they try to move around. Um, and then, uh, then I got uh, a nice velvet, like black cloak for uh, Reardon. Uh, perfect. And then, Good. Um, and exactly. then everyone else, kind of okay, like okay. basic, like nondescript, like you know, cloaks uh, for them to put on, except for uh, uh, Rowan. And then. Right. Um, Nothing for Puff Puff. I can't. I'm trying to think what I need to do with Puff Puff. In the, in the description for me, uh, in the description for Puff Puff, did they talk about a dog in armor or? So they said that you uh, were known for riding a warhound. Okay, I'm gonna take off Puff Puff's armor uh, and then put it in the the haversack uh, for the time being. That'll probably cover it. Okay. So you you want me? You want us to put this? Not, I assume not because it's cold outside, but for disguise for us to go to the black market like Rowan wants? Uh, that and for, until we're the fuck out of Zobek and we know that, uh, you know, there isn't wanted posters up. Where so, how g- good are these wanted posters? I mean, kind of nervous a little bit. Uh, they're decent. I mean,. Did you get a copy uh, for me? If, if you Ryan, were, if let's you were... do it. And she starts like unbraiding her beard. I could sign it. Okay. Let's be honest. If we all stick together, a couple of cloaks aren't going to hide us from people who are looking for a group of this amount of people in these sizes. <laughs> I mean, well, we could split. Uh, yeah. Ron and I can go to the black market as long as we, you know, fit in a little Lattis, bit of the crowd. And then want to get stuff cloak? from your house. Cloak, if I you do. don't mind checking the dax for uh, Paula. But Cloak has made it pretty clear he doesn't think any of us should go anywhere. <laughs> Except okay, for Adam. I, th- I think, I think we should, what, what we should do is have Edwin give Paula money to hire people to go take the boat up north. And then we should... Uh, where's a good port city up north? Now up he along likes the river. Uh, well, he's invisible, <laughs> so shut up. Um, so back, uh, um, he is invisible. That's what I said. Obertal is connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the next city up is Obertal. So maybe if we go meet Paula in Obertal and give her enough to, uh, for I don't know how many days travel that is from here to Obertal, but uh, or is it Oberstein now? What Oberstein <laughs> now? Oberstein now? I think that's, that's the one near Shadow Craig, I think. It is, yes. So, if, if we go up north, um, I think uh, whatever one touches the river first, uh, and get up there. We we traveled part of the river down, didn't we? Originally, in the very yeah, beginning. We, so, would we know we, what would be the... We came, we came through the Blood Kingdom. Uh, I was right asking Dan. Yeah. Yeah, so would we yeah, know the next came... port town officially to go to? Uh, yeah, um, so... You guys did come down that way, so let's see, city town. 
you are most likely looking at uh, the town of Obersteinau would probably be the first thing you run into. Obertal is a castle, so that's probably like a fort overlooking the river. Okay. Didn't she ask, she ask wrong. Didn't we stop at that Obersteinau on the way back? Or on mm-hmm. the way down first time? It's pretty small. Yes. I think it should be easy to talk into. Uh, that would be the best place for us to meet Paul, I, I believe. Right. Right. She'll start rummaging her bag to get some gold ready to give Edwin. That waterway will take you up north and kind of skirt between the Iron Crag Cantons and uh, the western reaches of Doresh. Okay. Okay. Um, I I think, and then we can get people out of the city and kind of not go in the Marguerite Forest, but along it, uh, and then get up. Maybe be off the trail for a little bit, and then uh, maybe a couple miles, and then get on the trail, and then make our way up the up the road and uh, up to uh, Oberstainau. But yeah. So, is your plan currently to head that way and take Kaja and the others with you, or are you still looking to find like a smuggler or someone uh, to take them out? I'm going to look for a smuggler, I think. I, I can get them out, uh, but we have to wait till night, and then I can do Pass Without Trace and get them out. Um, if you guys want to get a smuggler to get you guys out, or... I'm just going to look for some in- information. Okay. I would be careful, because honestly, like, I'm going to tell you now, like, some of those, like, holy ninjas, they have a pendant, right? But, like, it's not really noticeable, and they might be down there. Like, like they might just be waiting and looking you'll, for us. You'll have to forgive me. What is a ninja? What? It's a, it's a, it's a, oh, look, in, in, in uh, Nihon, is, ninjas are sneaky little children gnomes, right? Uh, and they throw candy at you. Uh, but uh, sometimes they well, like punch candy. in the kidney. Oh, they punch you in the kidney if you're not paying attention. Right? I mean, I could take yeah. a few of those for some candy, you know. I'm now. Yes, but uh, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the the terrible little little brats. But um, I, so I, I agree. I, was growing up. I agree with Landis in the fact that if we go any place together, it's going to be more obvious that we're together. So what if we uh, trickled like two by two or one by one or two by two by two? I like two yeah, by two. Yeah. She counts because she's not very smart. Buddy um, <laughs> to go to go to the duck and board the boat. Um, I and and I, I guess we could make a side run, Rowan, through the black market to make sure we can find a smuggler if you'd still want to. I just worry about any of you. Overexerting yourself, you seem pretty exhausted right now, Cloak. I mean, you, you were like fanning yourself. Uh, you had like I'll be, I'll be fine. And... It's it's only in the morning. I just I just need to relax and smell my cloak, and then um, but uh, you're not alone. What? We're here. We can help you. You don't have to do yeah. everything yourself. It's, it's fine. I I mean like I just I don't know like. This is this is a big deal. Like, uh, like it, if if things go wrong, you guys could die. And Landis, well put. <laughs> well put. And, and, and Philly's think... like, and, and Landis, what? And again, I'm. Oh, she got super fucked out of all of this. So when I when I say 
I think we pair off and just take some time apart from each other and then join back up on the boat and then just spend a really long protracted amount of time together on an enclosed boat. And I think we'll just get along better if we take a break before we do that. It's not me, it's you, Ryodan. Are you, are you temporarily say. breaking up with us? Yes, for for Landis. Oh. Uh, you know, you and, you guys get it. I mean, I'm kind of a big posters and stuff. Uh, but really, it's just, for, you know, and I'm on everyone's side here. Uh, I mean, it's just... I I do have to say, Cloak, that if we make our move at night, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that just, you know, you got a little... I got I got lost in what you were saying, right then. It was a lot. It, sorry. Um, I was uh, on your side. Cloak, That's the main thing. I mean, you should be. Look at him. I was just Anyways, supporting you. So, Cloak, uh, did you see last night how many or how much commotion there was on the main streets on your um, guard? On your turn? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know about our movement at night compared to a movement in the crowd if we can at least alter our appearance enough to get through it, you know? Hyper One is not a good sneak. We all know these strengthy muscle slapping her tight legs are you know, not very light on them. So. I, I mean, for I, the, the people that definitely need to not be seen is probably Rowan than it myself. Uh, and Rowan, just because... I mean... I'm a bird. Yes. Question. And... Cloak, did my wanted po- poster uh, specifically... I know there were, some of them were kind of rough and some of ours were less detailed. Did mine show the carvings and my gemstones and stuff? Or is it just a kind of generic... Uh, Warforged. Uh, Warforged. Uh, Gearforged. Sorry. I hmm. look to Dan for this information. <laughs> uh, so it does not have super specific detail on Landis's um, okay. image and, and etchings and the like. Uh, it is, is a general likeness. Uh, Tilly, okay. Rowan, and Landis are the, the sketchiest sketches of all of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's. I feel cold out. That's good to know. Who? <laughs> I feel me. less concerned about me. I'll add who I want. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a very general, you know, like you didn't it didn't have like all the like intricacies, and it's like okay, oh, that's good. That's a, okay. It just looked like you were a gear forge. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's that's better. Tilly is like a, a lady dwarf with a beard, and then I mean I don't see many cankers, so that's why it's really kind of point out Rowan a little bit more. But yes, uh, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was Rioden, Cloak, and Glass who had pretty accurate likenesses. Mm-hmm. And they've only got one of us, so doing good, guys. Doing good, team. Okay, just wanted. <laughs> Take a moment. We're doing all right. They only got so one us forever. Are you are you a hundred percent confident that you'd be able to move? Um, and she wavers at the sex workers. People shows don't want to say anything rude about them. <laughs> out of the city, are you are you sure you'd be able to smuggle them out? If not, I mean, right. Kaja speaks up and says, "You said you can get us out of the city, but what then?" Do you have an idea for where that we should is, go? Or are we just that on our is own? What I am, that is what I am trying to ascertain. They have, they have to go up north with us. 
And then we have to figure out beyond that. It's truly too dangerous for them to come with us. We'd have to get a second boat if we did anything like that. I don't think we should all stay together. I think that's what I can do is I can I can guide them up to Oberstynau, right? Because I I mean I I am very good in the forest as well as the city, but um, if you guys want to take the boat up uh, and then get a second boat. For if you, that people. So if you're telling me that Riyadan, Rowan, yourself, and... Excuse me, Kasha. This group of lovely individuals can all be hidden and guided well by you on foot. We could probably get Paula to get us a boat, or meet us with the boat. And then Landis, if you're okay, you know, because Edwin keeping him with me, you know. Go on the boat, we could meet you and overstay now. My problem is if Land if, if Edwin is is going with you, I basically need to stay with you because there are certain situations no, in which I need him. Yeah, that's what I was. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, come along. I gotta. Yep. I also want to learn about, but I gotta keep an eye. You know, just just saying. I just can't be in the dark without him. That's all I'm saying. Addy, Addy. We're scared of the dark. So we. Yeah, yeah we would be half party, Terrified. half party on foot, and half party on water. So uh, I was thinking about the city. Uh, I could basically yep. have everyone within if they stay within thirty feet of me. I could put uh-huh. everyone in under the pass without trace. I just think Correct. it looks silly as fuck if there's like uh, how many four of us plus another six people plus Puff Puff plus me uh, all uh-huh. you know sneaking around in one group. Uh, I, I don't think it. <laughs> I think it looks silly in my head, uh, so I don't want to do that. I'll, 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 like, so uh, I mean, it's going to be trickier for things like everybody sneaking down this one alleyway here. But it also makes sure you leave no tracks, uh, mm-hmm. and it makes it much less likely for people to hear or spot you if you're creeping around a field or forest or whatever at night. Mm-hmm. Um, Did so, were there any were there any posters for Kasha or her people? So, not that you saw on that board, Cloak, but after you kind of made that discovery and then had your little strange interlude, uh, you didn't seem like you were paying much attention to to those sorts of details. You were mostly just trying to get your ass back to safety. So, Uh, you didn't see any other posters, but, you know, that was one message board in a pretty big city, so you don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't. That was only one message board I saw, and I, I didn't see them, but I don't know if they are or not, and I don't want to risk it just sending them out there. Do you want me to go take a look? Edwin says from, uh, from Tilly's shoulder, and actually, he's in the form of a crow at this point, and his voice just kind of clicks out of the beak. I very narrowly stare at him. <laughs> he kind of tilts uh, his head and looks back at you. And then says, Kala! Mm. Shy balls, Landis. Does he, he look like a bat like crow? Staying out of the uh, no, like he looks crow. like a pretty svelte crow, actually. It, with, like, little bits of glitter or shiny things stuck in his feathers. I mean, we could, get a, we, could, we could get a word in if there's any message boards. If, if you're okay with it, Landis, I don't own him, but I am holding him. Just want to make sure. If... He wants to. 
yeah, I mean, I don't mind looking around if there's more information you need to know, and you're all afraid of going out and getting your heads cut off, so... Sure, check any uh, message boards you see your community button. Read, not you, Raiden. You're not a crow, and you're not an imp, and you're not, you're not even smart. I mean, if they found me out, which they wouldn't, and they killed me, which they probably can't, they can't even actually kill me, so it's great. I can win, just win. recall him. It's great. Edwin, while you're out looking for stuff, can you just casually pull some of those wanted posters off of the boards? Uh, sure. With with your little beak beak? Sure. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I love the idea of him now looking like a mini Rowan since he has a cloak on <laughs> and a little raven. <laughs> We put another cloak on him. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right, so he uh, flies off out the window. <laughs> oh, and check on the house while you're gone. He's <laughs> <laughs> got like a grocery list of stuff to do. <laughs> All right, Honestly, so, the, uh, the house is probably a write-off that the property value would have fallen greatly after the wanted posters and everything. I'd love to get some of my shit, though. More than what I got. I wasn't really prepping to leave town. I was just prepping to prep like I always do. Okay, so uh, over the course of the next few hours, um, you'll get some updates from Edwin as he flutters about the city. Uh, he will let you know that he very quickly found several more of those message boards and other similar things where people post notices or are even handing them out in certain areas of town uh, where they're circulating more of those wanted posters for the lot of you that, uh, as Cloak described, and they are, in fact, talking about the six fugitives from the uh, Silk Scabbard who I can imagine that if he sees someone handing them out, that he, like, starts to act like a very cautious... He dives from all of them, <laughs> yeah, yeah, tries yeah. to knock yep. them all over their hands or poops on their face or something. <laughs> yep. yep, so he, he causes a little chaos, disrupts some things. Um, he also tells you that on his way out, he saw a bunch of City Watch uh, basically parked out by the Silk Scabbard. Great. I relay the info. Did he check on the Which house? Isn't... <laughs> Uh, yes, he eventually gets around to the house, and once he gets to the house, you get a, a, a sort of a telepathic nudge in your mind, and he says, Hey boss, uh, that Greymark guy is here. He's making tea in your kitchen. Oh my god. Okay, you, uh, is it- you wanna, Are they you saying talk to anything? Him? Oh god, I don't- I mean, yeah, um, yeah. it's just him. Ugh, no one else is there? Mm, not that I can see. All right, yeah, let's talk to him. Okay, Ugh. just a second, just a second. Uh, you have the voice of the master uh, invocation, yep. right? Okay, yep. so you, uh, you kind of like grump for a moment and then slip your senses into uh, your familiar's flesh from across the city. And you get that strange, slightly distorted vision, which now is even more distorted because he's in the form of a bird. So his eyes are kind of on the yeah. side of his head. It's very weird. Uh, he crawls in through his little roof access that he has uh, and uh, flutters down into the kitchen. Uh, and Greymark is just pouring a, himself a cup of steeped tea out of a, a simple porcelain pot. And he looks up, kind of does a little bit of a double take, narrows his eyes, 
and you feel a, back. you feel a like a, a little bit of a shudder of nervousness from Edwin mm-hmm. that seems uh it seems just comes out of nowhere and you mm-hmm. get this uh this uh boss this is I don't this and then he's kind of like stammering through trying to to think through that feeling when uh Graymark smiles and says well I was wondering when you or one of yours were going to show up, my boy. Shall we have a chat? Caw. Yeah, I, <laughs> yes, please. Very, very cute. All right, so your voice <laughs> is now issuing forth from uh, from Edwin's body. And he, uh, he takes a sip of the tea and uh, sets the cup uh, on a saucer and just kind of holds it gingerly. And he says, well, uh... Mission mostly accomplished, I suppose. You didn't do a great job of getting out without being spotted. And he sort of wrinkles his nose sourly at that. And he says, I told you, if you were if you were seen in that sort of capacity, my ability to shield you was going to evaporate. I did what I could, for you at least. Uh, the others, there's really nothing I can do for them. They're too well known. At least the three of them. So I, I don't recommend... A- any of them going back to any of their usually usual haunts, they're almost assuredly watched. Right. We are definitely attempting to stay away from those places. Question slash mm-hmm. point of order. Um, we mostly... Who saw us? <laughs> because we did a pretty good job of, of getting, getting, getting out of there without anyone doing that. Well, I don't know for certain. Uh, I'll probably be able to find out given a little bit of time, but I know that there were some eyewitnesses. Okay. There was a they real got, weird little demon. They got very snake. good descriptions of all of you and uh, and managed to get accurate likenesses of most of you. But, okay, so is... Okay, sure. Do... Big favor, find out sauce. That would be amazing. I would love As that. As I said, it's going to take a little bit of time, but I can probably find out. And he, uh, okay. he sort of smiles okay. and takes another drink of his tea. And he says, oh, um, not sure if you've been able to find out, but I own your place now. I took care I... of that as soon as I realized that things had gone tits up. So this way, the government is not going to seize your property because you're a criminal. It's mine. They're not going to touch it. I'll hold it in trust for you. If this is ever smoothed out, it's yours. How much are you? Uh, I similarly, I similarly took care of Tilly's boat and her docking fees. Those are all under, uh, well, not my name, but uh, my people's 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 name. So you should be able to get to the boat no problem. They don't know about that. I swept away your paper trail. Why? Why are you still doing this? I mean, thank you. Clearly, I'm protecting but... my investment the same as before. I didn't want you to get killed or captured then, and nothing has changed. Although, what? if you continue to become a drain on resources, I might have to revisit the cost-benefit. Understood, and makes sense. I'm with you, but what do you want from us? He... You've got to want something. He smiles broadly and winks and says, maybe someday when we're in a position to actually 
benefit each other more directly, we can talk about that. Right now, we have a bit of a mess to clean up, and I don't know that we can do it in any sort of timely fashion. I think the five of you, along with your friends, if you care about uh, the, 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 those folk you, you broke out from the, uh, the brothel, if you want to take care of them, I'd take that as a kindness. I, I do like those people. They, uh, they don't deserve to end up in, uh, in, in the care of those zealots where they were. I'd, uh, I'd hate to see that happen. So if you could yeah. get them out, I'd appreciate it. Consider it a favor. Sure. Cool. We were. I think we were going to do that anyways because we're not the worst people. Um, Lovely. But how? So okay. Next steps. We leave town. Do you want us to contact you again, and or shall you contact us? Do we have a phone system in place in this world? No. But you're sending at least. <laughs> At least one of your new companions is a capable spellcaster, and I'm sure that she can arrange the means to contact me if she needs to. Uh, We have met, so she should be able to send to me anytime you require. Uh, And I can arrange for uh, similarly gifted individuals to contact any of you. Okay. Please, please take care of my house and my business. You mean my house and my business, and trust me, I always protect what's mine. Uh, can we talk about this more later? Absolutely. Okay. I, as <laughs> I as me in bird form, want to hop over to where my uh, I know my safe is hidden, mm-hmm. and peck with my little beak into a coat or however the hell you get a safe and Zobek open and then <laughs> so he would probably have to resume uh, imp form which is fine he can do this oh, okay. at will it yeah. doesn't matter and so he kind okay. of <laughs> hi and, and uh, Greymark doesn't miss a beat just sort of lifts his tea takes a sip and watches with interest and amusement as Landis uh, Landberg you got me doing it now. As Edwin uh, in, inputs the uh, inputs the safe and cracks it open. Okay, um, I'm just gonna pull out like as much as little Edwin can hold, Jim and money wise, whether he has a little bag or whatever, and just so, fill every know, pocket. Not a, not a whole lot, unfortunately, <laughs> especially if you also want him to like be able to fly back. Yeah, the uh, one so thing I really a, do want to get. Yep. The one thing I really do want to get is actually more important. Um, than individual gems is the box Mm -hmm. of fake eyeballs that we had previously. No problem. I need that. So uh, he gets that. He also gets um, 200 gold pieces worth of assorted coin and gemstones. And most importantly, he gets one of the more valuable uh, uh, stones that you had locked away. He has a diamond worth 300 gold pieces. Okay. So go ahead and make notes of them so we don't Make notes of those so we don't forget them. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) no, smuggle. Um, yeah, yeah, so. Tuck that in the old mammon lockbox and it'll be fine. Oh, God. Okay. Shut up, Edwin. Listen, Graymark, thank you (laughs) for your help as always. I'm still 
weary of this, but you've given me no reason not to trust you, I suppose. You're, um, God, ah, I just want to, I want to hug you and also just shake my little tiny imp fist at you. Do you well, want anything else from honest. me? <laughs> let's be honest. What choice do you have at this point? I know, it's so true. I hate it. Oh, God. Is there anything else we need to talk about or can I go? Because I'm feeling no. uncomfortable. Go right ahead. I have uh, okay. everything more or less taken care of. I don't recommend you all sticking around too long because the longer you're here, the more likely it is you're going to get seen. And right. I can't do what I do if you are directly in their clutches. All right. Well, At hey, this listen, point, it's, it's been unlikely a... they'll even try to capture you. They'll probably just try to kill you all on sight. Oh, good. Oh, good. That's really good to know. Listen, it's been a, a pleasure doing business with you, and I hold out my little imp hand to shake his. He uh, he holds out his hand and, and shakes yeah. as well. His hand is cold. Like, he's oh, got, okay. you know, like bad circulation cold hands. Oh, yeah. Uh, one last thing before I go. Mm -hmm. Gearforge possessed by, like, weird, dark necromancy demons. Do you know anything about that? Hmm. You faced down some Fellforged. Fellforged? Mm-hmm. Should I... Is that a concern of mine, or that's pretty normal around here? Well, you destroyed them, <laughs> so that's good. Uh, yeah. So instead of containing the soul of a, of, of a, a humanoid, as... as most of your kind do. These contain uh -huh. the soul of the hateful dead, wraiths or specters or the like, and uh, bound them into service. It serves a, a twofold purpose. One, it takes a, a horrible monster that would be running around draining life out of people and probably making more undead, uh, getting it off the street or graveyard or crypt or wherever the hell's it's lurking and uh, stuffs it into a box where the authorities can keep an eye on it and makes it work for them. So, win-win, okay. right? Alright, so there's nothing weird going of, on you, with these sun people. Of course, you let two of them out, so who knows how oh, that'll that's work out. Not my problem. The sun people are the ones that trapped them, not me. So, okay, well, oh, cool. No, uh, no, this no, no, was no, fun. No, no. That wasn't that wasn't the order of the undying sun that made those. No, no, no. Oh, what was it? They're uh, they're relatively small players in in this city's uh, infrastructure. Their uh, their influence is damaged over the last century or so. Their order chose the wrong side during the revolt, so they're not well-liked here, which is why I okay. was able to stymie so many of their efforts. Good to know, I suppose. Okay, right. so who made those things? The other city people? Oh, I'm not sure exactly who made them. I suspect it was the government of Zobek uh, in collaboration with the... Church of Rava. Uh, it's always the Church of Rava who's involved in the creation of Gearforce. Always. That's yeah. Pretty much the only way to go about it. Anyway, right. you best way. get moving along. Okay. I'm going. Thank you. Bye. So uh, make me a wisdom insight check, please. <laughs> okay. Real quick, I just want to say The Hateful Dead is an awesome uh, metal Grateful Dead cover band. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you said insight. Sorry. Wisdom insight, please. Oh, I got a 19. Nice. My computer is freaking out, so I'm having an issue here. One moment. You got a, uh, how, how good? I'm sorry. A 19. 
A 19? Uh, that's pretty good. All right, so he, um, yeah, as far as you can tell, he's being sincere and above board. Obviously, he's holding a few cards pretty close to his chest, mm-hmm. but you don't get the feeling that he's he's outright lying to you anywhere. So Okay, so there's nothing, like, malicious happening? No, it doesn't seem malicious at all. Okay, okay. all right. Okay, I release Edwin back to Edwin. So he kind of shivers and shudders and goes, oh, that was uh, interesting. Kay got to go by and flutters <laughs> up and out of the house. And uh, you hear a soft uh, sort of deep voice chuckle coming from the uh, the man standing in his kitchen as Edwin makes his way out. <laughs> so uh, being that it is I now 11 it. o'clock <laughs> Eastern time, I think that is where we have to call it for this yeah! Yes, indeed. Look at the time. Look at the time. Oh my god, that was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be training some sex workers to be rangers uh, over the next few days. (laughs) Fantastic! I love it. I love it. it. Diversify your portfolio. Yeah, Um, man, that was. That was the whole thing. Well, hopefully you guys there in the chat have enjoyed tonight's episode of The World Truth Burns. Uh, if you did, let us know. Of course, join us every Tuesday at PM Eastern for more of this goodness. Uh, fuck, we spent three seasons in Zobek. <laughs> Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Read and just want to leave home. Um, who are we going to smite? Excited. Yeah, that who, who is something we... that is something that we as a group should talk about in the coming week. Like, what the hell yeah. is your plan? Where <laughs> like, are you going? <laughs> so I can, <laughs> what maybe, the hell are you guys plan, doing? So I, so I can, can plan a little please bit, please. Can someone please tell me? Can someone please yeah. let me on the plan as well? Yeah, because I would, yeah tell me. Is there a plan? I, I, I know. Think I kept trying to be like, are we, and then are we, and then we. But I, I think the only plan we have is up to uh, uh, Oberstein now, and then I think we were going to try to figure out when we got to that city. That's my assumption. Let, uh, let's just set up our own fuckhouse with blackjack and hookers. That's what I've been saying this whole time. <laughs> we've, already got, yeah, we've already got the staff. I mean, we'll have a petting zoo. Put that all the pets. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Fantastic. Well, on that bombshell, let's go around and cast the crew. Do we enjoy ourselves tonight? Where can we find you guys? Uh, Dan, uh, where can we find you online? Uh, yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dan underscore Dylan underscore one. Uh, I am a game designer on the Dungeons & Dragons team at Wizards of the Coast, and I am super excited to be continuing to run this game here on the Cobalt Press Network. Fantastic stuff. Loving uh, it. As far as, yeah, tonight was great, that- actually. Sorry, I, my brain fuzzed out for a second. I've got DM brain. Uh, no, it was fun. Um, I never know what you yahoos are going to end up with when, when we have one of these sort of sandbox-type episodes where it's sort of the balls in your court. We'll see what happens. Uh, so I definitely did not in- expect Cloak to, to shuck his his red hat, <laughs> his red cloak, and, and go naked out into the world for grandma to see. So that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was a thing. Well, speaking of Cloak, uh, Magogan, how's that tonight for you? And big episode for Cloak. It's finally uh, seen his face. Yeah, uh, you got to see Cloak's face. I'm the Cloak, and you might rec- uh, recognize me from Dude, Where's My Bag? Or <laughs> um, uh, to Grandmother's House We Go. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, uh... I, I was I, sure I saw you in, in that production of Much Ado About Nothics. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was last week, okay? 
new production. Um, so uh, I, I was thinking about what I was going to do this whole time because I I for sure knew that we got made. Uh, and so uh, the one thing I... Uh, and I thought it was because of the fucking gear forged or fell forged or whatever. Uh, but uh, I, it was a blast. Uh, I, I, I really, I was like, I'm really the only one who can go out. I don't think anyone has like a disguise kit or anything uh, to like look different except for me because I've always wore the same thing. Even when we were in the bathhouse, Cloak never took off his cloak or his mask. He, he wore it in there. Uh, so... Uh, but the the horror movie vibe that I got from when he was walking out there by himself was fucking frightening. Like, visually in my head, I was like, this is a nightmare. Uh, and I had, that was great, Dan. I loved it. Uh, and uh, I, had a, I had a blast tonight. So, yeah, that's me, McLoken. Fantastic stuff. And uh, simply, how was that side for you and Tilly? Uh, it was it was good. I, I mean, admittedly, uh, Tilly is neither wise nor intelligent, so letting her make plans is a great idea. Please do. Um, so it's fun. It's fun to at least like try to find ways to debate with like dropping some sort of. This would be fun to do, but also play it as like I don't know. You let me know when I got to swing the hammer. You know. Um, but I've had a great time and uh, where you can find me uh, conveniently this weekend you can see me in person at Artist Alley at TwitchCon if you guys are going I will be slinging some wares um, including a shipment of uh, Tamagotchi uh, air fresheners that just came in the mail today so that'll be interesting Um, but yeah other than that it's it's, it's weird I don't look um, <laughs> other than that, mostly just on Twitter at simplyjxn or Instagram at simply underscore jxn. Thank you. Oh, fantastic. And Birdie, how's that side for you? And Landis. Oh man, I don't know. Like Landis is feeling real sad and defeated right now. Like everyone's being mean to him, and he can't hang out with Edwin, and he got his house stolen out from underneath him. He's just like. Now he's just gotta go along with the shit, and he's not used to that. He's his own man, so uh, he's he's feeling a little bit a little bit down in the dumps. But hopefully, a good old trip in the salty sea will help because that's not gonna do anything bad for all his gears and whirs and whatnot. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Birdie, aka the Birdie Saurus, and uh, new October schedule will be coming out very soon for all the fun stuff I'm doing next month for the Spoops. I, they just announced um, the big Nerdsmith, like, 12-part Avernus monstrous, like, crazy mini-night thing. I don't know. I'm in one of them. It'll be on my schedule. Look for that pinned tweet on my Twitter! And today is Tuesday, so the next thing is Friday, which is Encounter Roleplay's on the block, except for this week, it's not on the block. We're playing Aliens, the new Aliens RPG pre-release Ooh, fun. Uh, module. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be really fun. It's gonna be. I'm excited. I'm excited about that. Did you get? Did you get that from yeah, Area Fifty One? What? Did you get? Area did you get that new rule set from from Area Fifty One? Yeah, uh, no, that's not where it comes from. But we are doing an Area Fifty One raid themed uh, episode, so it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
fantastic stuff, and I'm not involved at all, and I can say that channel is probably fantastic. Uh, so yeah, go check it out. <laughs> That's my plug for the day, but Skull, I'm off out there tonight for, uh, for you <laughs> and for uh, the wonderful Rowan. Uh, that was a lot, but it was a difference a lot to last week, where I, I was just scared that we were going to have all-out PvP between Dad and and other dad, so... <laughs> Robo dad. My two dads. That's a very My different show. Who I am both older than. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where we go and what's going to happen and uh, where we find more heretics to smite. Uh, I am Scarlet Moth. You can find me on Twitter at that Scarlet Moth. I'm a bit quiet at the moment just because I've had some family stuff going on, but I normally do art and cosplay, uh, D&D stuff. And if you're coming to PAX Oz down in Australia next month, then I will be doing a panel on the Friday about playing D&D in the online era with uh, such wonderful people as uh, DW Dagon, who uh, is a DMs Guild writer, Alex Katu, who also does some amazing stuff, as well as uh, the wonderful Alyssa Grant, who is the senior producer of uh, Acquisitions Inc. Acquisitions Inc. Oh, uh, duh, duh. Duh. I've been talking through my beak too much. <laughs> so now I'm gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's been a long, it's been a long, been a long night. We've all been trying to figure out plans. So it's been one of those, uh, one of those thinker episodes where we're all a bit brain dead now. But uh, a week's break, I think, will do us all good. We'll come back refreshed and we'll knock this plan out of the park, and we'll save Midgard and the World Tree, and nothing bad will happen to any of the people that we like. And so, we yeah, will not get arrested. Not getting maybe. arrested is also on the agenda. Yes. Uh, well, maybe for Redan, he, he probably deserves to be. But um, yeah, that is all we have for not tonight, those, my not that type of handcuffs. <laughs> no, no, of course. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, what we've got time for tonight. Uh, we're back on Sunday with more of the last hair on Cobalt Press. So if you haven't followed the channel yet, go ahead and follow it, and you get notifications when we go live three times a week. But until then, my friends. Try not to roll too many out while we'll be enjoying. We do fine, buddy. See you later. Goodbye, friends. <laughs>